Wow! This is big news! Hey everyone, this is Zach. I'm joined by my co-host Ed, as usual. Hello. Um, we also have the Dream Team on with us to talk about some huge news. Joining us, uh, first I'll introduce our translator team here. We got Steve and Paul, translator for One Piece and Weekly Shonen Jump. That's me. And we have Caleb, the translator for My Hero Academia in Weekly Shonen Jump. Hey, <laughs> Oh. Ah, and we have uh, the dream team from Shonen Jump as well. Uh, we have uh, Uriah Brown with us. How's it going, Uriah? This is more like the the Scream Train team, right? <laughs> <laughs> Up to you what you want to call yourselves. Uh, we have Alexi Kirsch, uh, associate uh, editor. Uh, what's what's your full? He's title? lower than that. Coordinator. <laughs> He's a coordinator. Well, technically, it's associate managing Manager, editor, whatever, whatever. whatever the, but AME. It, it, but it doesn't really mean anything. It means something to me. <laughs> but I do edit One Piece, Black Clover, Promise Neverland, uh, and the Chainsaw Man. And the nice. Chainsaw Man. That's an exciting one. We could talk about well, that. I one was later. just. They were just talking about that on Good Morning America. <laughs> <laughs> Probably something else. <laughs> ABC's content has gotten interesting. Uh, we also have we also have Jeff, uh, frequent guest on our show as well. Um, what's your official title at Viz, Jeff? The Jeffinition. <laughs> yeah, it's the Jeffinition. <laughs> I think just software developer, um, but I help out on the uh, Viz and Shonen Jump apps, and primarily the iOS app for this for this big, huge update. You're yeah. kicking apps and taking names. Do you say that to people at parties? Uh, yeah. <laughs> After I say the definition, yeah. <laughs> I'm the definition. I kick apps and take names. Um, that's <laughs> the full thing he says when he walks into a room. Um, so uh, this is going to be a normal episode with the with our whole is group it, here. Um, is it going to be normal? It's going to be completely normal. Um, I guess you, Ryan. Do you want to do the honors and tell us why uh, why you guys are here? The big, big, big announcement. I think you know. Well, I know, but people listening might not know. Oh, the people listening don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, Shonen Jump is uh, its a brand new Shonen Jump. We are, uh, we are evolving from the magazine-style digital issue to every – and look at the people in this podcast getting out their cell phones, not even listening, these guys. <laughs> Come on. I tried to, <laughs> to tune out your marketing spiel. It got a little tiring. I mean, to be fair, like the marketing spiel worked on us. We've been with you since Shonen Jump Alpha. Thank you. <laughs> um, because because what we're doing and so now it's, yes we're just going to put the chapters up for free the latest three chapters from Japan the first comes out the same day as Japan which will now be on Sunday afternoons so it's truly truly simul and uh, we added a whole bunch of new series almost everything in their magazine along with everything that was in our our magazine that is no longer so three chapters for free anybody can read within within our territories or numerous territories but. Uh, if you want to read a hell of a lot more Shonen Jump manga, you can become a member and get access to the Digital Vault. And that will give you almost the entire Shonen Jump back catalog of everything we've ever published in English. Over 10,000 chapters. Were you for the one wicked that, cheap. Did you have to count every chapter to I did. get to that 10,000? <laughs> and for how much per month, Alexi? One ninety nine, Which That's is insane. a ridiculous steal. Yeah, so I mean, guys, Jeff, do the math. How much per chapter? Wait, is so much so one ninety nine. What? One ninety nine uh, Canadian dollars, gems, uh, <laughs> penny. One dollar uh, and ninety nine. And uh, it is. It's an insane amount of manga. 
It's super cheap. And of course, we're going to keep adding to it. So it will only grow from here as new chapters come out and get put into the vault. But the first three, the latest three, are available for free to anybody within our territories. So America, United Kingdom, India, Philippines, Singapore. What else, Jeff? What am I forgetting? Wait, there's Canada. A U.S., Canada, U.K., Ireland, Australia, Australia New Zealand, Singapore, Africa, Singapore, Philippines, South Africa, India, India, South Africa. It's 10. It's 10. Yep. And Mars. <laughs> yes, yeah, Mars. Mars. Yeah, so Mainly you are... It, though. <laughs> there's two there's at least two functioning robots there that will be enjoying <laughs> shonen jump they're gonna pay they're gonna pay making walks or something i don't know how they'll do it um so we won't so make huge, you huge deal. Big, a big transition uh, it's a continuous evolution of uh the print magazine all the way to now so we're really excited we're yeah. literally not in a fake marketing way excited like someone says i'm really excited about the new sprite we're literally excited <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea there was a new sprite um, <laughs> this is shocking to me. Uh, so this this is this news has was legitimately shocking and amazing. I think I probably retweeted every single person's reaction to it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, it's this is a, a, we've been you know big fans of of you guys and and One Piece and Shonen Jump obviously since uh, you guys not just launching Alpha but before that I actually have some old Shonen Jump physical issues sitting in front of me. Um, so this is, it's just kind of amazing. You guys used to be a few days behind then, you know, less than 24 hours behind. And now you guys are not only just, you know, exactly publishing at the same date, but you guys also are going to be free for how many titles are going to actually be in that free simul pub? 25, I think around mm. 25. Now, can you name the those? Numbers are... <laughs> it, it includes, um, it includes, no, I can't. But it includes some of the monthlies, you know, for Yu-Gi-Oh! RP from V-Jump and some stuff from Jump Square. So it's, I think, 20, around it's 25. In be- it's between 25 and 30. I think it's getting close to 30. Do yeah. the do the monthly titles come out the same time? Um, or does that magazine is, come yeah. out? The, yeah. Is, does that come yeah, yeah. out? We'll, on... we'll, yeah. We'll simul with monthlies. There so. will be staggered releases. So not everything will come out like uh, Sunday afternoon. Some things will come out on different times of the week for monthlies you mean yeah okay but the stuff that the stuff that is in in that we get from the japanese shonen jump will come out all at the same time on yeah sunday afternoon i think sunday's a new monday tell everybody (laughs) (laughs) i think steven we were discussing this earlier i forget who mentioned this actually but I'll, i'll just steal the question um how are you guys going to alert people as to when a new chapter comes out uh, we have a big siren on top uh, of the yeah, building. Right. <laughs> Huge siren. Jeff, what's our uh, notification new, strategy? New. It just says new, uh, new over and over. Well, I'm going to learn, take some methods from Neolation and uh, hack into Twitter, <laughs> build it above us. And As part of the marketing team, I feel like I can answer this question. Uh, we like did uh, social medias and uh, we made some blog posts and uh, we made some videos. And so we have a multi-prong aggressive marketing campaign to tell people about it. If it Jeff, quit making that face like I'm <laughs> stupid. I don't like that I'm stupid face. Why are you making that face? Explain yourself. Uh, I, so, so I mean, Besides the fact that I am stupid, I get that. But, <laughs> um, but there's going to be – you can follow a series on the website and you'll get notified via email when there are new chapters. And okay. there are more advanced systems that we'd like to put into place down the road, but – Mindbeam. Yeah, so if you mind um, push notifications, I'm guessing. If you follow yeah. all Shonen Jump series on the website, you'll get like 
15 emails on my <laughs> no, on Sunday afternoon? <laughs> oh, that's the question. Up. That would be great. Up. Yeah. That's, that's why I was giving you their face. That's why. That was, I <laughs> yeah. was answering the wrong question. Was, yeah, yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so for now, if you go to the site, you can, uh, I think it's called, you can like star series and then you'll get email notifications batched. Uh, but those aren't simultaneous. Those will be like a bit delayed. So I think following us on social media, we the most effective Twitter, ways. yeah, we yeah, yeah. we're definitely on uh, on Sunday are gonna email everybody who signed up to our newsletter and let them know mm. new chapters are up. And also, uh, I'm I'm creating a social media content strategy to figure out exactly how to tweet everybody. We'll probably have just a basic tweet like issues are up, come get it. And then probably some other chapter highlight tweets and stuff like that. So I feel like things are going to change a lot over the next few months. As yeah, we, as I mean, this fine is yeah. tune. This is new to us too. We're, we're you know we plan the heck out of this. <laughs> you just found out about this, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> all of our lives into this, especially some people. And uh, yeah, so yeah. I mean, I, I just found out about Sunday. That changes my life as a developer because I thought it was, you know, like sometimes things happen on Monday when the issue comes out, and it's like, oh, surprise, it's Sunday, and I was like, oh. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guys, keep Jeff no in me. the loop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, push notifications are definitely something I want to add down the road, but they're not currently available. We are so. developing systems for that. Yeah, I, I think it, right now a good rule of thumb is just check every Sunday at noon Pacific time is, is generally a good rule, unless it's a holiday and might come out earlier. Because I saw, for example, the next One Piece chapter, I think it's off next week, so it's the following Friday. The twenty first that when it, that it comes that, out. That week is crazy because we'll get new chapters on Monday and then new chapters on Friday. That's yeah. like four or five days. I, I don't I don't envy any of you guys uh, for yeah. for that. Yeah, but you envy the translators though, right? I mean, I always they could speak Japanese. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you three have any questions? Ed, I, Caleb, Stephen. Um. Yeah. I I had a question. Oh. Caleb. Hi. Um. <laughs> People have been asking uh, what's going to happen to the author comments at the end of Shonen Jump. Are those going to be available in any form? Yes. Um, those will now yep. be a blog that will come out mm -hmm. the same day as the new chapters do. And I will build that and Lexi will translate it and we're going to put it up on shonenjump.com so you can read nice. all of their various. And that'll include the, um, the the cover art of like the Japanese issue too? The cover art is going to be sort of like a Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the cover, that, that's something that like we baked into the design of this stuff across the website and the apps. Mm -hmm. um, so there will be like, I mean, you'll, you'll see it when once you actually like, get the new stuff on the 17th, but yeah. the, the cover in some form will exist. We have a plan for that too. Yeah. Very hot on that, on that kind of general topic, like how are you guys feeling about the, um, you know, just the end of the, the the digital magazine package of putting together this, you know, 250 whatever page bundle and all of the, you know, editorial materials that go into that? Like, is it is it a weight off your shoulders or is you feel sad or how does it feel? Well, I feel a little bit sad because it kind of felt like an accomplishment each week when you would finish the issue. Mm -hmm. And, you know, move on to the next issue. But that's kind of, you know, changing now where it's, we're working chapter per chapter. We're still doing the exact same work, but it's, right. uh, you can't, I don't know, it's just a little different. Definitely. But uh, it's definitely exciting what we're doing with the with the new website and everything. I, I definitely, there were some technical limitations from having such a huge issue with processing. So, like, mm -hmm. I'm excited for potential of helping, like, improving some other areas that weren't 
were more difficult with having the giant issue. Yeah, I've actually seen some questions about that with regard to, like, I guess people don't, I don't use Comixology myself, but people seem to like the high quality uh, images they get there. Will that be, um, with the smaller file size, would that affect the image quality? Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of a separate question. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Comixology generally has higher quality uh, images that we send out, and we don't have any plans currently for uh, upping the image quality, but it's mm-hmm. something that is a lot more possible with with uh, not the giant issue. So, mm-hmm. One thing about the issue, I would say, as one door closes, another opens. So it's not ending, it's just changing. I, I came in and I killed it. I just stacked it. <laughs> I know uh, some people don't read the entire issue. They skip around, but I do hope people will continue to try to like check out all the different chapters, not just read one piece. It's your duty as a fan. I feel <laughs> like it's my duty. Even if I don't like the series, I read it. It's like eating my vegetables. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I, the ones you like, vegetables are the ones you don't like. And I, I think, you know, one of the, the great things about Shonen Jump is you know, discovering new vegetables and or sweets or whatever food you'd like. Um, you know, like the Chainsaw Man you guys mentioned. Or, um, you know, just that that's not going to be, I guess, quite as easy in, in this new format. But I, I, how, how much, I guess you guys have probably finished or almost finished putting out the website. Do you know when that's actually launching the new website? It's coming on seventeenth, December seventeenth. Oh, December seventeenth. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a more new stupid question than I thought. App. <laughs> you should have seen Jeff's face. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think with the the series, like you know, the thing about series you may not like, you don't know like how where it's going to go. There's some series I didn't like that much in the beginning, but it eventually turned a different direction. Oh yeah, and then I'm like, oh, this series got awesome, and I then think it stays awesome. So I kind of re- read them all and hope it that will happens. be easy to read the different series. They're just uh, yeah, yeah. You, there. There might not be the impulse read where you're flipping yeah. through it and something catches your eye and you're like, actually, I'm going to go back and read this. I think yeah. it's easier so, to jump in now. Now you can go back and just start from chapter one on any. That's that's series. a good point. Yeah, Even that's that's miss, the biggest miss, news I think. Yeah, go ahead, Alexi. Sorry. Yeah, if you uh, the current. Uh, system, it, it's kind of hard to go back. It's, it's kind of yeah. a pain to uh, grab a back issue from like three months ago and go to the exact page and then go to the next one. But that that will be super easy. So if you do miss, you're not reading a series for a couple months and then your friend is like, "What? You haven't been reading? <laughs> Chainsaw Man's awesome." You can easily, if you're if you're subscribed, you can easily go back and read, uh, binge read the the last twenty chapters very easily. So. That's a good new feature. I, I mean, it's it's perfect. Um, since we are a One Piece podcast, we should probably talk about it a bit. Um, I, I've you know I've tried to force friends and coworkers to to read One Piece, and they'll they'll watch the anime. I'm like, oh, you got to read the manga. Um, and, but that that gap between uh, what's in the volumes and what's in Weekly Shonen Jump currently has often been, you know, okay, you have to go to this issue, this issue, this issue, and and find find the page, you know, basically. So this. This is kind of going to open, uh, I think, probably new floodgates of potential new fans converting from the anime to the manga. Um, That's true. That yeah. if they've watched like the latest episode of the anime and then they find out that there's, you know, what what would there be like thirty to forty additional yeah. chapters of the <laughs> story least, right yeah. there, easily available. Yeah, you just be, you, you subscribe for, for two dollars, one ninety nine, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's not much. Yeah, to become a member and get like all that all that access not at and all. then they might discover uh, other great stuff too yeah that's the big um, trick that we're trying to get we're, that's the big trap the honey trap 
<laughs> get them, get them. That's so cheap, and then suddenly they're like, whoa, there's so much manga. I, I was making screenshots for, for the App Store earlier today, and so like one of the screenshots I wanted to take was like, here's One Piece. You can, here's like chapters one through whatever One Piece. You can read all the chapters. And then one of the marketing people was like, no, put my Her- Her Academia there instead. Marketing team. Yeah, I mean to be I fair, mean, you have multiple, multiple versions. Chainsaw Man, what about Chainsaw? Man? Oh yeah, gotta get that's the biggest hit <laughs> on PBS. So I mean, yeah, but but there's not it. There's not as many to put in that archive of uh, chapters. There's only been two, right, uh, so far. Um, <laughs> that's the flaw. Two chapters, oh, nine hundred and thirty <laughs> chapters. You know, whatever. The it's the same. Man. Yeah. Um, Stephen, Caleb, Ed, do you have any any more questions uh, from you guys? Actually, yeah. since yeah, since we are uh, obviously on the One Piece podcast and the uh, the timing is good, I wanted to um, to get Alexi's feedback here because I, in the last couple of days, people have been talking uh, that they noticed in the uh, that there is a preview for the cover of what is that? I think volume 90 for the our English version that is up on like the product page oh, for yeah. Amazon for pre order. And they've been noticing that there is something different about the cover this time. You want to talk about that? Doing it. I'm changing the the arc name. No more new world. <laughs> oh, I just fell off my chair. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh. We're going. Uh, we're going with Wano. So uh, one funny thing is on the the back cover copy, I say like I put something like you know, and and the the straw hats can they make it to their new destination and. Someone, someone that was reading it, my boss probably wrote and said, "Like, well, the the you know the new arc title already says Wano, <laughs> so obviously they're getting there." <laughs> yeah, I yeah. subscribe. I, I, uh, read more chapters. <laughs> Save that one, okay? Remind me later. Uh, anyway, hopefully this arc lasts like ten volumes because uh, I might have gotten myself into trouble. <laughs> no, I I remember. I feel like I it's gonna last for a while, don't you? Yeah, the arc, the yeah. Arc? yeah. Based yeah. on your like, you know, One Piece sense and Professor well, John. The, well, the uh, the dangerous <laughs> thing is they, they start a new arc, but they're not clear that they're starting a new arc because I'll need to come up with a new name. It's tricky, huh? Yeah, like, what if every like four. Chapters? We might do New New World Part Two. <laughs> Did Davy Back get its own arc? That one was too short. Yeah, okay. no, that was part of Volume Seven, I think. Right. I was hoping. I hope Wano isn't two volumes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. I think when when you told me about this decision was like right when they said, "Oh, it's Act One is over," and you were paranoid that they were going to leave and go to a different arc, <laughs> like as soon as you had yeah. made that call. But now we're here for a while. I think. Yeah, it's 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 gutsy when you don't know what's going to happen next. Like Dress Rosa could have lasted one volume, and then it goes on for ten, and you're like, oh. Yeah. In hindsight, yeah, we could have changed some of these, but it's 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 very dangerous because yeah, in yeah. the past some of the arcs have been very short because you're not Captain Hindsight, and uh, sometimes they don't have obvious names. You know, right. in the second edition of One Piece, when you republish the whole thing in hardcover with Zoro as with an R, you know, then that'll be fine. Um, <laughs> in all full color, I'm just giving my full, you know, the you know, in 2034, you guys could get on that. Um, <laughs> out of retirement. A lot, yeah. Get out. Pronounce of Zol- Ro- Go ahead. What? <laughs> Zol- Ro- Ro- you know the Japanese. Yes, you have to How's the Japanese class going? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years, I still don't know nothing. Yeah, it's like me in Spanish. 
Jeff's, and I still been, don't know nothing. Jeff's been impressing me with his Japanese knowledge. How's it going, Jeff? Jeff? Has, surpassed me already. I, I just forgot to use Japanese. I don't. Don't worry. You only have you only have two translators here to judge you. How long <laughs> did you study, Jeff? I've been on and off study for like ten years. So. Oh, okay, I'm six, so. <laughs> Well, that's bad, but I think you work harder than me. It's almost like if you work harder, you'll get further along in something. That's that makes no sense. Uh, I like that, Stephen. You have questions from fans, right? Oh, um, yeah, we had a few. We did, uh, did we already we go over all of them? Or um, yeah, I thought we might get more. I think the only one on uh, this on the Reddit forum that I saw was um, I guess this is kind of a, a typical question, but especially now that um, that. It's like you can't really get any um, earlier. Like we're literally simultaneous with as soon as like the the digital issues drop in Japan. So now now the call is going out again from all these folks that are outside of the designated regions. And they want to know, when are we going to get this in our country? So it's an uphill uh, battle, but it's a struggle that we're embracing. And uh, if you listen to our podcast that just came out, um, Andy mentioned like, you know, this isn't. We're not done. We're still building this. We're still evolving this. We're still trying to achieve, you know, different goals. So uh, just uh, hang on. And that is one of the that is the Soxon's famous goal: global domination, which I think means like to get Shonen Jump in as many territories as possible. So mm-hmm. it's still something that we are working on. So if this I is super, if this is Super I, Saiyan three, your next one is Super Saiyan. What is it? God Super Saiyan? The, whatever it keeps going up. <laughs> Yeah, Super Saiyan 4, in this house, we respect the Dragon Ball GT. The one with, no, the one with the red hair is your next. You still have plenty I mean, I, to go. I, I, it's fun. Yeah. I tried to call this product Shonen Jump God, Super Shonen Jump God, but no one <laughs> How could you not call people it People in Greenland don't give up. Right. <laughs> I had another question, actually. Uh, there are people who are asking about um, the app change. Would that affect their downloaded chapters and ability to read offline? Oh, yeah. No, uh, anything that you currently have downloaded should still work, and the ability to download anything you could download now will stay unchanged. Mm. Um, I think I can tell people about this. It sounds like double talk. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll bleep uh, it if you can't, but yeah, go ahead. (laughs) The the new thing that we're adding to the apps is the ability to download, to read stuff without downloading. So you don't need to download every single chapter. You can just read... um, you know, physically, it's still downloading chapters as you read or images as you read them, but you don't need to manage all your downloads, which will be really handy with uh, reading lots of chapters. It'll be, it'll be a pain to have to go through and download and then delete each one of those separately. So, yeah. Can, can you say streaming? One piece, right? Yeah, you can call it streaming. It's, yeah, that's probably the best way to call it. This yeah. is on you. Yeah. <laughs> streaming mm-hmm. manga, a phrase that I just created. Um, copyright, trademark, all of that. Uh, Ed, do you have any other questions from, uh, from people? No, that was all the ones I saw. Yeah, I think we went over a lot of them already, and I don't want to retread things. Um, Caleb, Stephen, Ed? I think, well, there was one, uh, there's another person who wanted to know, uh, I think on the translation end, like, is this, you know, changed, uh, schedule going to impact, like, our ability, but actually... Um, you know, for me and Caleb, we're kind of the first uh, part, like as soon as the materials are ready, we're the first part of the process. So really, I think if anyone is getting crunched, it's um, it's the guys at the office that have to, you know, take that time for, um, you know, final proofing and, and all that stuff. That's kind of the last bit of time that's getting abbreviated, right? They can handle it. Caleb, we need you to <laughs> translate faster. <laughs> 
pressure. I only have six series. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, I can help you if you need, if you need help translating. I can help you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, Caleb, you do. I just want to make sure you do My Hero Academia, Doctor Stone. What, what, what are your other series that you're working on right now? Um, well, from the, the the grand list of the simul pubs, it's uh, also Vigilantes, My Hero uh, Vigilantes, Dragon Ball Super, Hell's Paradise, um, World Trigger, and was there something else? I don't know. Ruby. Ruby? Oh yeah, the new uh, RWBY Ruby. Some of those things are monthly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Steven. Damn, Holmes, that's a lot. How do you have time to like get a girlfriend and enjoy like a rich, fulfilling love life with all that? <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it, dude. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's living in New Zealand now. He's doing great. Um, Steven, um, what about you? Is it just what about me? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that's a good question because I do um, Platinum End as well, and that is yeah. technically a jump that, title, I believe. That will be brought into the uh, the fold. Okay. Eventually. Yeah, although, although I don't know, I think we're, I feel like we're getting closer to the climax for that series. So I don't know how much longer we we actually have for. That's uh, a good for chance one, for me but... to catch up on that. That's, yeah, that's couple... I'm very excited to be able to catch up on all of these series. Uh, for how much? How much is it again? One ninety nine a month. You can become a member and the digital vault. Correct Show me if I'm wrong. You could get the three latest chapters of those twenty five to thirty series for free on shonenjump.com if you live in any of those territories and you are not wrong okay i'm not wrong i love not <laughs> being wrong thank you guys for coming on the show so much i hope we have you on soon because it's been like a year we need to have you on more often and uh Jeff, were you right and yeah. i was wrong we'll discuss later <laughs> we'll discuss that later <laughs> um so yeah jeff alexi Ryan, thank you guys so much for uh making the time and coming on okay yeah. thanks for having us thank, thank you. Yeah. you listen to the shonen jump podcast if you don't oh and everybody, tell your friends about um, everybody listening. Tell your friends about being able to read three chapters of a whole bunch of Shonen Jump manga for free on ShonenJump.com. Check it out and tell your friends. Sundays at noon Pacific, three p.m. Eastern. Sundays, not Mondays. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> if, if Caleb can translate fast enough. Yeah, come on, Caleb. <laughs> Wait, you're blaming Caleb for Steven's translation. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 549 for the week of Monday, December 10th, 2018. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. And my name is Alex. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, translator for One Piece and Weekly Shonen Jump. Stephen Paul is still here with us. How's it going, Stephen? Hello again. Uh, Pretty ha- good. Yeah. Um, we also have a very special guest. Also, we have the translator for My Hero Academia, uh, Dr. Stone, and four or five other series, as we just heard. Uh, we have uh, Caleb with us. How's it going, Caleb? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on again. All the way from New Zealand. And uh, last but uh, certainly not least, we have our anime recap host and anime news network writer for series including One Piece, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Black Clover. We have Sam Leach with us. How's it going, Sam? Hey, guys. I have my Nintendo Switch right next to me, so that's kind of my challenge to you guys not to make this a boring podcast. Whoa. (laughs) God, the gauntlet has been thrown. Um, Um, 
it's also up to Oda and this week's chapter, uh, which we're going to go through soon. That's chapter 927. You just heard an interview with the guys over at Shonen Jump. I hope you guys enjoyed that. As you just heard, there's huge news. Uh, Shonen Jump is now uh, basically free. Uh, the, the most recent three chapters of One Piece, along with the other simultaneous series, will now be free and extremely simultaneous. If you thought it was simultaneous before, you ain't seen nothing. Uh, as we mentioned, coming out uh, at the exact same time as it does in Japan, uh, Sundays. Uh, Alex and Sam, you were you know on that interview. Do you guys want to... Uh, say your thoughts, Alex. You could give it a yeah. Give it a shot. Um, I think that's amazing. Uh, it's free. That means nobody has any excuse ever. No, no excuse. Um, yeah. Uh, honestly, um, first and foremost, I hope you know this should cut down on piracy. Uh, all you know, fingers crossed. Um, but I think the the main thing here is that like it's it's sort of huge for this to be official and free like that's that that's the that's like insane <laughs> i never expected um, that that was yeah yeah it came out of left field um and the membership uh membership never never been cheaper to have so much manga yeah um i'm uh i i think this is going to be a really great time to uh hashtag give peace a chance uh, oh, for anybody who that. has never read One Piece, <laughs> that you know that you're trying to, you know, get to read One Piece, this is probably a really great way to get them into it now. Uh, just be like, hey, look, um, for like two bucks a month, you could read all of it. Yeah, the backlog <laughs> is easily and readily available now. Um, yeah, it's a, I think better. It's it's a better value for One Piece than any other series because we have the most volumes out, so it's the hardest one to get caught up on, um, almost by default. So, and unlike Netflix, like, you could only binge a hundred chapters at a time, which is probably healthy to not binge more than a hundred chapters of One Piece at a time. Um, coming from someone who's totally done that before. Hey, I mean, realistically, that's less than ten volumes. That's doable in a day. Yeah, you shouldn't be reading 100 <laughs> chapters in a day. Um, and this comes from people who would do that. Um, remember the One Piece read-through. Uh, now, if you haven't, you have it's only $2 to, to do that along with us uh, per month. Uh, so that's pretty amazing. Uh, Sam, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I wasn't on the, uh, the interview you just did, so... You know, what's, what's in there is going to be a, as much a surprise to me as anyone else. So there, there's a lot about... Like I'm gonna have to wait to see like how they organize and what the kind of the UI is like on their new. Yeah, that's gonna whatever. come out next week, so we'll we'll see on the 17th. Um, kind of what it looks yeah, like. It sounds crazy. Like it, it's it, it sounds a little bit too good to be true right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, and, and we'll remind. We've talked a lot about this at this point, but if you're in the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, Ireland. New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, the Philippines, Singapore, and India, you no longer have any excuse to pirate your anime, your manga, or anime, I don't know if Crunchyroll's there, um, but you, you don't. Um, and if you're not in one of those countries, please let Shonen Jump know, or, or more importantly, you know, let Shueisha or your local publisher know, I also want my Shonen Jump. Um, and, and they're, as, as they said, they're, they're trying uh, not to, you know, quote Rick and Morty too much there, but they are out there 
um you know they're they're trying to make shonen jump bigger and better so um you know they they hear everyone and, and i certainly have heard everyone abroad being like but we can't um and, and hopefully one day that will change um there's some other news out there um uh, in podcast news first off i'm back it's hey everyone nice to nice oh. to be back <laughs> Um, How's it you, going, Zach? It's going good. Um, you you guys definitely held down the fort. Um, it was great listening to you guys on Tuesdays, which was bizarre for me. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's always I saw lots of uh, One Piece in the Wild. You could listen to our Patreon if you want some uh, some of those anecdotes. Um, and if you haven't, please subscribe to us on patreon.com slash one piece podcast. You could get our entire back catalog there. Um, also please take our survey. Uh, we put the, there's a link on our website, one piece for that. We've gotten over 300 responses so far. So thank you guys for doing that. But, uh, if you haven't, please go out there and, uh, answer our questions. Uh, we have questions about one piece, our podcast and, and a lot more, um, some interesting facts that I have learned from this, um, of, of our audience, um, 86% live in countries where at least they believe the manga is legally available. So now all you guys have no excuse, uh, 86% of you, um, versus 79.7% where the anime is legally available. 91%, 92% of our audience is caught up with the manga. That's pretty crazy. Um, and I mean, I'd hope so since, since all of our content kind of hinges on that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, there, the, the two most interesting ones that I could share at this moment, and I'm sure this is going to change as the numbers expand. These were very close. Uh, the top arcs in one piece, according to you guys, uh, the top three, which are the ones that have the mm. biggest slice, uh, the Paramount War, 10%. Uh, the Water 7 arc, 13.7%, and the Ennius Lobby arc, 23.7%. Um, so those being separated. If those were together, it would take a very big chunk of the pie. Um, you could do the math right there. And your favorite member of the Straw Hats, I think Oda would be very happy about uh, this result. Um, it's it, Sanji is a very close third. Uh, Robin and Usopp are basically tied at fourth. Um, Sanji's at 10%. Those two are around 9 to 10% there. Uh, Zoro is in second at around almost 20%, and Luffy Ooh. is at 30%. Um, That's not surprising. And a lot of people wrote in Jimbe, uh, as should Good. be. Yeah, as should be. We're very happy with that. I couldn't officially include him because he hasn't been officially inducted. Uh, the but he, I mean, but he's a, technically officially a crew member now. Uh, yeah. some, some also Fever good cards. ones. Um, Jimbei should be on the list and you know it, uh, was one of the submissions. Uh, jo Johnny and Yosuku, I don't get it, but okay. Uh, the Thousand Sunny, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. Some people tried to write Wait, 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 things. Sunny got more votes than Mary did? Uh, Sunny got more votes than Vivi did. Um, <laughs> Mary got no votes, so, oh, you know... Mary's dead. Mary's dead. Mary gets a he did. Um, so, yeah, I think we could uh, round out the survey stuff. Uh, Steven, do you have in front of you some of the news that Kelly brought us? Otherwise, I could do it. Uh, um, I do not. Okay, I'll... I'll uh, here it is. Oh, okay. I've got it now. 
uh, I just quite... needed to stall for two seconds. Um, yeah, so so Kelly did have some notes for I I these are shorthand, so uh, I'll just read them off. Uh, the British Museum, I don't know if this is a British museum or the British Museum, is putting on the largest manga exhibition outside of Japan in 2019 from May 23rd to August 26th. Um, I don't know if that... It is uh, anyone... the British Museum. They, they, posted, the British museum. Okay. they posted some... Uh, the One Piece panel where Luffy's crying about my crew, you know, that one from right before the time skip. Mm. So mm-hmm. One Piece will likely be featured in some way there. Cool. Which is really cool. Uh, right? Yeah, here's the here's the headline from the Guardian. It says, "Boys love to Pokemon. British Museum to host major show on manga," <laughs> which sounds like the what um, the mainstream thinks of us. That sounds yeah. like a sixty year old wrote that title. It's the Guardian, so probably. <laughs> uh, Kelly also says that uh, the Tsume Chopper figure is going to debut on December nineteenth, so that's coming up. And the Zoro P.O.P. is now in the U.S. online stores. And she says uh, she will have a merch news article live soon. I might so, buy that. Uh, the, the Sume Ace figure, I think, was posted again recently. That thing looked... Everything they do looks so nice. I can't get over it. It's so, so meticulous. Um, mm-hmm. a- any other... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I think aside from that, um, uh, this is from Kelly, but uh, you know, just before the show, me and Ed were discussing the uh, 2019 One Piece wall calendar, uh, oh, yeah. which has uh, been trickling out now. And uh, we were noting that it seems uh, much more colorful than the last few, um, which is particularly noticeable right now because the current uh, November and December of this year was the um, the very sort of monochrome a color spread in the wintry woods where everyone is wearing red and it's just all red and I white. Which I love and it's very artsy, yeah. but it's not it's not colorful, happy one piece. The official yes. One Piece website actually just came out with I know at least a sweatshirt with that on it, like a red sweatshirt with that color <laughs> spread on it, which is an interesting uh yeah. Wonder if they actually like color use the like the screen printing or if it's just negative space and it's just the uh yeah it's a good question uh, probably the former um yeah yeah um i think i think that's about it i feel like there's more news because it's just been such a crazy news week but um i'm sure we'll figure it out later uh let's get uh, right did, yeah go oh ahead, i was Steven. gonna say did we want to talk about uh our plans or are oh, we gonna God. wait till no, no, more? you're right you're right so this is so the one we, we should have probably mentioned this. This is pretty important, and uh, we'll mention this again at the end of the show. Um, but so Shonen Jump's going to be coming out on Sundays, as we mentioned, and actually uh, the Friday after next, as we mentioned, is a holiday, so it's going to come out on a Friday, the twenty first. Um, it's taking next week off uh, the the manga. Um, so we are going to be doing. Uh, Sunday releases in starting in January. I don't know yet what we're going to do with the Friday release in two weeks. I haven't, you know, it depends what we're all doing. It's on a holiday weekend. You know, I, I'm a Grinch notoriously, but I don't want to, I don't want to uh, make everyone suffer for my Grinchitude. Oh, really? I, I just I thought you were Jewish. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have, that's, you know, Ju- Judaism is a religion and scr- and Grinchitude is a spirituality, so I can have both of those. <laughs> um, it's like Buddhism. Um, although that, okay, I'm not going to get into that. But, uh, so we're going to try and release at least on an interim basis uh, on Sunday evenings instead of Monday evenings, uh, Eastern time. 
A trial uh, run? A trial say? run, yeah. Okay. So for probably a few months. Uh, the, the question is right now, it is a weekend, so that often means that this doesn't just go for Stephen and Alex, but I, I mean, you two are of particular import. Um, but, you know, generally, as human beings, we don't know what we're going to do on weekends all the time because, you know, personal lives come up more often than they would on a Monday night. Um, however, there are also parts of it that, you know, make it easier on me and certainly Steve, who is working through, you know, the time, uh, on Monday that we record currently. Um, so we're going to give it a shot. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, we could kind of keep what we have going as, as it is, cause I've really been liking it and our fan base has been liking it, um, from what I could see in the survey and our ratings have been doing really well as well. So I'd like to keep that going as well. Um, and, but I think it is really important when like a crazy cool chapter comes out to hear the podcast <laughs> as soon as possible thereafter. So we're going to give it a shot. This won't be permanent, um, unless it is going well. So uh, be prepared starting 2019 to, to tune in on Sunday nights. It is a podcast, though, so you could listen whenever the hell you want. Um, that's still listen on Mondays if you want. Yeah, if you still feel like doing it or on Tuesday, I guess Tuesdays because. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah, for most people, it'll be Tuesdays right now. So it'll be Mondays now for, for most people. But um, enjoy that. Um, we'll talk about that maybe a little more at the end of the show. Um, but for now. I think we've delayed long enough. Let's go into the manga. One piece. This is the manga recap for chapter 927, Otoko the Kamuro. Am I pronouncing that right? You did it. I did it. First Um, try. Wow. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, that's, that is, that is a first. Um, what's going on in the front page here, Ed? Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's Garp fighting with a bear over salmon, uh, requested by Noda Skywalker. Um, friend of the show? (laughs) Uh, kind of? Twitter friend. Twitter friend. Friend of of our Um, Twitter account. (laughs) This just confirms that what we've all known for many, many years is that Garp is a bear. He is a bear. (laughs) Um, this might be one of my... You know, higher you know, top notice guy. He's done so many. One of my top this notice guy ones. I love this. I one. love this. I love bears in general, and this uh, kind of reminiscent of that color spread from a couple years back with the bears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the salmon look. I guess that's just how salmon look. But um, it was it was just in that um, that uh, color walk that we uh, went over. I, I feel oh, like yeah. the, la- the very Wolf? last one. So Wolf. yeah, yeah. Um. No, this is fun. I love Garp, and I love bears, so... I mean, you kind of can't go wrong here. Um, yeah. Is there anything else to talk about with this, other than it's cool? <laughs> he's uh, he's just pushing on that bear's face, so... Yeah, poor bear, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he treats that bear like he treats Luffy. <laughs> he's a great-grandfather. <laughs> um, so, I haven't missed anything in the manga since I've been gone, right? Because oh, last time... I just remember last time, like, I missed most of the Reverie arc, um, so nothing happened while I was gone, right? No, because no, we're... Blackbeard didn't show up. Yeah, I I didn't think so, because we're still in Wano, you know, that something like that doesn't even make sense. Why would Blackbeard show up? Yeah. Yeah, and... yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yes, back in the flower capital, it's the special soba, Sangoro Sashil Soba, step right up. 
and uh, see Usopp, Frankie, and Robin all hanging out together at the at the shop. Sanji in the background, hearts you know floating off of him, the chattering crowd. Um, but Frankie, Usopp, and Robin are talking about you know news, any information about Luffy. But uh, you know it, it's it's a rough situation. He's he's a good distance away. But he'll be out of there. I bet he'll be out of there by the big day, though. Frankie says, and um, <laughs> Usopp isn't doesn't really seem to be listening. He's talking about, man, this is good. It's stupid how good this tastes. Like ah, the chance to eat Sanji's cooking again. I, I hope you're mentioning what else is happening with Usopp here or near yeah, Usopp. There is a frog eating his noodle. <laughs> there's there's a noodle on his noodle. Toad stop. <laughs> Toadsop uh, is eating. Toadsop's enjoying the soba. Toads, toad soba, toad soba. No, that's uh, no stretch. Yeah. Um. So San, Sanji looks over and he says, "I'm not interested in any of your opinions except for Orobi's. How are the noodles?" And she says, "Oh, they taste exquisite. I can't get enough of Geisha Orobi." Uh, yeah. He uh, his head turns all weird shapes and stuff. Interesting that he has a blue sound effect, but there's no visible. Um, <laughs> God. Hmm. Yeah. Thank God. Thank Curious. God. Yeah, that's the only thing that saves that panel is that there is no blood. Uh, is that hair gel? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, God. did you just do is there something about Mary reference? Don't explain it. No, I just realized that it just took me a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, oh. but yes, this is actually drawing too many women, Sungoro. Uh, I guess this is his customers telling him this. You gotta try a more spicy flavor, something good with drinks. It's, you know, stuff Samurai would like. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, I, so I guess it was Frankie. Frankie was Frankie, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Sanji makes the best face. It's too bad it's so small. Uh, <laughs> and he says, uh, <laughs> Frankie says, why are you looking at me like that? Are you even trying to recruit more allies? Steven, I just um, saw our messages. Did you say that's the new Zach face in there? Is that who said that? (laughs) Oh, no, you post that that Luffy face. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Steve would say this is the face. The thing is, so he says there's a Zach face, but that's just because I make that face at Steve constantly. I don't make that face in regular life all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just my natural reaction to Steve is to make that face Sanji's making right there. Sure. Yeah. Uh... But uh, Usopp notices, wait for us, male customers. This is unusual. Uh, pardon, pardon. Uh, so, excuse me, ladies. Uh, hey, you shouldn't cut in line, mister. Shut your mouth. Uh, yeah, some big dudes pushing to the front of the line. And uh, next page. Caleb. Okay, I'll take over. Um, Then we get uh, Gangster One. Business is booming, eh, pal? Sanji says, it is, thank you. But if you want soba, the line starts at the back. That ain't the issue. What we want to know is, who said you could set up shop on this block? Huh? This stretch of turf, see, belongs to the Kyoshiro family. And then we get a text block, uh, the Kyoshiro family, and these three are Kaku, Kuni, and Suke. Bebing. And we'll get an explanation um, about them from Stephen in a minute. They remind me of the, the macro pirates. Yeah. They, yeah. Re- they remind me of the robot mafia from Futurama. <laughs> My eyes are seeing double. Four kakus. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, yeah, okay, the uh, the same gangster says, you don't get to start your business without paying monetary respects to the folks who run it. How come? Ow, because we need funding to protect your business if anything should happen to it. See? No need. I'm plenty tough. 
And then Robin chimes in with some information she knows. Um, I visited a banquet hall belonging to a person named Kyoshiro not long ago. I suppose these must be his henchmen. Shogun Orochi is a coward, said Kyoshiro. He was quite an insolent samurai, as I recall. So he's also a Yakuza boss. Let's see you protect it now. Eek! Crash, kashunk, splat, etc. Hey, stop eating that soba. And then I think that's Toko. Yeah. More screaming. Clear out of here, all of yous. This stand is closed for the day. Usab says, we'd better move it too. Wasting food is what gets Sanji the angriest. And Frankie says, hmm, we gonna fight? Okay, so I guess I should... should, Yeah, I should um, talk for... I'm gonna talk for a few minutes here about uh, Kaku and Kuni and Suke. Um, so, like, these names, particularly Kaku and Suke, are going to immediately jump out to any, um, Japanese reader, and, uh, bear with me here, so, Kuni is based off of, um, I'm gonna start the story here with a guy named Tokugawa Mitsukuni, and, uh, he was, as you can imagine, he's a member of the Tokugawa clan, and, uh, he was not the shogun at any point, but he was the leader of a, um, of a domain, as they call it, a han, which is kind of like the uh, precursor to modern day prefectures. Um, th- that's what's under the control of a daimyo. And, um, you know, he was kind of a, a bit of an interesting guy. He, uh, like, according to Wikipedia, he likes to imbibe, uh, you know, exotic foods like wine and yogurt. And... Um, and such. And uh, so, you know, he's not not really a super notable historical figure. Um, but uh, uh, after a while, like, uh, I don't know, maybe 100 years or so after there were um, like accounts of his supposed travels because he, you know, he was kind of a, a bit of a worldly guy. He likes he likes to travel around the country. And uh, they ended up kind of taking a life of their own. Like he kind of became this sort of like a Johnny Appleseed type figure where, uh, you know, then it would, you you know, in another 100 years, uh, there would be a novelist who turned it into a novel. And then, you know, it became uh, a TV show or movies and and stuff like that. And it ended up uh, being the story of a a guy uh, named um, his his kind of nickname, his traveling nickname. Uh, was Mitokomon, and he is a uh, the subject of a super popular live action TV show in Japan that's been running for decades. And the best way to describe it, I think, would be like Japanese Scooby Doo. So, you know, okay, so what is Scooby Doo? You know, the gang gets together, they're going to solve a mystery. They go to some haunted place, they talk to some people, and one of whom is going to be a cantankerous old man. And then they go solve the mystery. They figure out, you know, what's what's going on. They catch the monster or the goblin or the ghost or whatever. It's always the old man. And then, you know, maybe at the end, like Scooby and Shaggy see a glimpse of a real ghost for five seconds before they run away. And that's the, you know, that's Scooby-Doo in a nutshell. It's every episode of Scooby-Doo, but it's super popular. Uh, you, you know, it's not the surprise of it isn't the fun part. So uh, Mito Komon is a, a show where every episode is this guy um, who uh, he, he goes by an alias, um, um, but, you know, he's based off of Tokugawa Mitsukuni. 
And he is basically like sort of like a retired daimyo sort of thing. But he passes himself off as a merchant, like a traveling merchant. And he's got these two bodyguard samurai named uh, Kaku and Suke. Kaku-san and Suke-san. And their their full names are like uh, Kaku no Shin and uh, Suke Saburo. Uh, so they're Kaku and Suke for short. And basically the uh, plot of every episode is he he goes to some, you know, he travels to some local town and uh incognito and you know he's kind of mingling among the people and enjoying the simple pleasures and then along comes the corrupt local magistrate or official or whoever and he's got the people under his thumb and this guy's just such a jerk and he's you know he's hired the local ronin or whoever to uh to be his muscle and uh they are they got the people under their thumbs and um, you know, this, uh, this guy who's secretly a member of the Tokugawa clan is just kind of watching and observing, um, this, uh, thing. And then when they get to the climax where, uh, like the, you know, he's about to like send the samurai to, you know, slice some, you know, poor, like cart, uh, merchant or, you know, something like that. Uh, then, um, Mito Komon will step forward and he'll like, in, in the, you know, dramatic scene, he will like throw off his cloak. And he holds up his like little um, thingy that has like, you know, the his like identification or whatever. And he he holds it up and he says, do you not see this crest? And it has, you know, like the Tokugawa symbol on it. And then, you know, the local magistrate is like, oh, my God. Oh, I didn't realize who I was dealing with. Ah. And uh, so he's kind of like this, uh, you know, a bit of a folksy figure who is like the the guy who secretly has tons of power but is very humble and he doesn't show it off and then when the you know when the moment calls for it he is the voice for uh you know truth and forthrightness and honesty and all these things and he's you know correcting this uh corruption uh that is inflicted being inflicted on the small folk and so that's basically every single episode of mito komon and uh so it's actually kind of funny i don't I don't think that there's anything like deeply satirical about this or that Oda is trying to, uh, you know, uh, like show everyone the real truth of uh, the, the story of Mito Komon. But it is kind of funny that he has taken those names and given them to these like actual ruffians who do, do not seem like good guys at all. So um, it's kind of funny. It's a little role reversal. Mm. My so, question is, um, Stephen, were the names given kanji in the original no no uh oh in the original um i mean i think they're usually uh the like the bodyguards um are are usually it's the it's the kanji for, you know like suke is um well you probably know you, you know what i'm thinking of is the mm-hmm, um yeah. a very common ending thing and uh in in one piece here these are all uh, katakana they were just katakana um, but the, yeah. uh, you think the japanese audience would automatically oh absolutely yeah this. it's yeah. Okay. yes it's very clear uh, so I, there you go. That's yeah. that's Mito Komon. That's it's a it's a Japanese another one of those Japanese cultural touchstones that everyone mm-hmm. is familiar with. So thank you, Stephen. Now oh, you know. as always. Wow. As always, really great insight um, of something I never in a million years would have found. <laughs> um, moving, you know, kind of back into things. I love mm-hmm. the faces on this page, particularly Sanji and Frankie at the end. There, I just want to make a note of that. Um, are really really great. Um, like oh, it's a really good Sanji yeah. panel for sure. 
And and the Frankie face looks like an almost exaggerated, almost maybe like an older like type of like a you know older old school kind of Frankie look. Um, mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about it, but it's like a clean. I don't know. Um, anyway, where are we, Alex? Well, it's good to see Frankie <clears throat> getting in, getting into brawl mode. I think he's been itching for a fight for quite a while. It's been a little while since we've seen him in action, and uh, as uh, as Usopp predicts, Sanji is hopping mad. Telling the gang, I'm going to need you to eat all of that, sir. And uh, one of the, I guess, um, I guess that's Kaku. I, it's not, not it's really Cooney. clear. Sorry, oh, that that yeah. one's Cooney, the one in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cooney says, huh, you want to go? <laughs> and uh, everybody is clearing <laughs> out as, um, as a fight begins to erupt. The Kyoshiro family is getting violent. Uh, the line, of course, dissipates. And, uh, before before you can say special soba, Kuni gets a sandal to the face. Uh, Sanji's, as as Maddie puts it, beefy leg, beefy hairy leg. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing is that's exactly what my leg looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's beefy hairy. and hairy. Beefy and hairy. It, 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 it's really too bad that that Maddie isn't drawing for uh, uh, for this episode. <laughs> yeah, Beef, beefy hairy soba noodle leg. Um, yeah. Uh, well, he gets disgusting. he gets one right to the cheek. As uh, as Sanji then uses that same foot to stomp him on the ground, um, not just on the ground, but uh, it breaks the ground as well. Uh, is that the yes? Um, and the the other two are are taken aback. Whoa, boss! And the passersby notice that. Whoa, that soba cook is tough. And the women think, Oh my goodness, what a hunk! Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Frankie uh, has already has already started. Um, he is currently upside down in the air, uh, as as uh, Suke remarks. No, hey, this is dangerous. Getting ready for his Franosuke iron suplex, um, and uh, yes, taking a move that that we saw first on Dress Rosa, he suplexes Suke right into the ground uh, with a kadon. Um, that's what Super a cool. three three story suplex. I think. Yeah. <laughs> How many was the Senor Pink one? Is like an eighty story. You know. That was uh, the top of the, the top story. of the factory, right? Yeah. 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 That's the only thing he got That's to do true. to the factory. Jump off of it. Um, <laughs> this page reminds me why I really love Sanji um, as someone into uh, leg based martial arts. Um, I like you know kind of it's it's I really relate to it. Also the hairy leg thing. Um, do you guys want to hear more about my legs? Sam. <laughs> yeah, I do. <did. laughs> so, uh, you can't go wrong with a suplex. Uh, I think this is Kaku, right? Who Sanji kicked in the face. That's Kuni. Oh, it's Kuni. Uh, and, uh, and then Suke is the, the one that Frankie just suplexed, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say oh. that they've both been smashed? Yes. <laughs> uh, that carpenter too? I don't like look at this. Uh, the onlookers are shocked that these uh, these I guess no, to them they're nobodies are beating up uh, these gangsters. Although Frankie's like a really big dude, it should not be surprising that he can beat someone <laughs> up. Uh, Sanji is picking up some of the noodles uh, that fell over, and he's stuffing it into the guy's face. Eat it. Eat all of it. You knocked the soba over on purpose. I would get a little agabagabagabag. 
it's uh by the way (laughs) it's kind of hard to see because it's so small but if you zoom in you can actually see that the guy's mouth he looks like a it looks like he's feeding a muppet because his mouth is just like (laughs) open really wide and uh he's just jamming it in there (laughs) back everybody (laughs) you'll pay for this you'll regret it uh and (laughs) while while enjoying some soba uh usopp is talking uh well that's that are we sure that uh, are we sure that wasn't a bad idea though? Uh, he he, those might have been dangerous people to mess with. Uh, look, that huge line has scattered to the wind. I can just tell they're going to call some awful guy down on us. Robin loves grim shit, and uh, that explains why she finds this so funny. That, uh, oh, <laughs> shit's going to go down now. That's pretty funny. Uh, not like he's going to have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so. Sanji and Frankie, they notice the kid peering around the corner. Hey, that's that kid whose who's soba he spilled. The weird one who was laughing while she cried. Uh, so Sanji is whipping up a new dish for her, and he's kneeling, and he's... Uh, this is really cute. Um, I'm glad... Uh, let's see here. I'm glad there was still one bowl's worth left that was good. Here, eat it up. Yay, thank you. Uh, I heard the special soba was so good I had to line up all day just to try it. And now I'm late for work because of it. I saved up my allowance and everything. And when I finally bought my bowl, it got spilled. I was so mad. And she's slurping up the soba. It's so yummy. And she's smiling. And she's got tears. City girl, Toko. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I've never tasted such yummy soba before. And get the little full body shot of her. I I love this design that you know he so he went back to the adorable little girl but she has a very much like more caricatured mm-hmm. look compared to uh to tama yeah, she's um, got her eyebrows shaved off and the little charcoal marks mm-hmm. yeah and uh just kind of the weird like almost tezuka style hair uh yeah, yeah. hardened hair piece and <laughs> look to it it's great um she's very wacky and uh so on the next page uh, Sanji is, you know, she like her, her laugh is infectious. It's, it's making Sanji burst out too. Um, and he says, what's your name kid? And as she's uh, slurping away, she says, it's Toko, but, but say it with the honorific O in front, which I think actually is the first time I've ever gotten the chance to point it, to explain that all the O stuff with the girls' names is, you know, just an honorific if it wasn't mm-hmm. clear, um, from context already. And, oh, and so Robin takes the base is like the. This is like Ligma or something. Robin's like, Otoko. And she's like, hey, I'm not a man. I'm not an Otoko. Ha! Uh, and so we had to uh, we had to put in a little. I really hope that's what her laugh sounds like. It yeah, should sound I, I like think that, it has to be. It should sound like that really wacky Sanji laugh that he did at the be- beginning of the Arlong arc. <laughs> How's it go, Ed? Ed does a perfect mm-hmm. impression of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm he sorry. I was, I was on mute there. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I'd like to think that's he was bringing that laugh back at the beginning of the yeah. page there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we never hear Sanji laugh, so he better laugh like that. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing, though, is that, um, you know, this is a, you know, for, for reproducing a pun or just leaving a pun in the original Japanese, at least it's like one of those very first words that you learn uh, when, you, when you learn Japanese. So uh, there's probably a lot of, uh, you know, first semester students who, who, who picked up on that immediately. Um, but she's, she's laughing. I told just my name. And you can see from the reactions that this is clearly like her, her go-to joke. 
um, because uh, Frankie and Usopp are just losing their shit. Uh, their role, they are, they are LMFAO, uh, ROT. They all love dad jokes here. Yeah. Um, and she's like, isn't that funny? <laughs> Everyone always says it's easy to remember. Um, so she's, um, she's slipping away her noodles and, uh, she, she finishes them off and thanks Sanji. And he says, come back anytime. And, uh, then she, she freaks out. Oh no, I really am late. I'm in big trouble. Ah! Uh, oh yeah, I'll be passing through here again. <laughs> Today's the Oiran's procession and Sanji. Hmm? And then Robin says, Toko, are you a Kamuro? So boy, that's a bunch of words that just got said in that panel. Yeah. And, um, and Toko says, that's right, I'm a Kamudo. It's already started, in fact. I gotta hurry. Bye-bye, see ya. Ah. And she she runs off and says, you know, oh, you should you should watch the procession. The Oiran is so beautiful. And uh, we get a, uh, a whole row of reactions from the Straw Hats, where uh, Usopp just is uh, marveling at how hilarious she is, and, and Robin is uh, is laughing quite a... Um, this might be one of the, the most uh, exaggerated Robin-like smile and laugh um, panels that we've ever seen. She's growing. First, she made she that is. really weird face with her neck, and now she's making this one. Uh, Tic tac toe face. Is that what we're going? Her on? personality is blooming, you might say. Um, so uh, yeah, she thinks uh, that Toko is just adorable, and uh, Sanji is uh, snorting as he thinks about the uh, the off-rumored Oiran's procession. And then Frankie here, as the uh, you know spiritual American of the group, is I was like Oiran. <laughs> Oiran Kamaro, what's that? And uh, here, like literally sliding, you can see this at the uh, the visual effect sliding into the panel is uh, the the master geisha, the the mentor, the teacher, um, who uh, just zooms right in and says, "What is an Oiran, you ask?" And uh, Usopp is. Um, Wondering where the paper lantern hag came from. I guess probably referring to like the shape of her hair, maybe um, that it you know looks like the, those red paper lanterns. And uh, she immediately uh, slaps back with, uh, "Who are you calling a wrinkled up paper lantern? I'll illuminate your hide, you little snot!" And uh, Robin, of course, recognizes that this is uh, you know her her instructor. And uh, this uh, this old lady who still doesn't have a name, I guess. Mrs. Um, says, Trapismus. No one's getting cross eyes. Cross eyes. I've oh. got good. I've got good news for you, Orobi. I ran all over the flower capital looking for you. That's news. Go on, <laughs> Caleb. Oh, am I doing this next page? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. If um, you dare. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, what is an Oiran, they ask? Uh, the Oiran is a courtesan, the top idol of Wano, a superstar. Ooh, says Frankie. He's, he's into it now, even though he did not know the vocabulary. Um, there's only one in the nation at this moment, and this chosen woman's name is Komurasaki. Dum. And we get a silhouette of her. Um, can't really tell from the silhouette yet, but she looks like she's going to be a pretty standard uh, Oda woman. With big uh, with hair. pretty face. Yeah, with big hair or some sort of decoration. Um, the boss lady goes on. The desire of all men, the admiration of all women. She's ultimately refined and her beauty rocks the entire nation. Um, they all gulp and react. They're very shocked at this news. Uh, she is as regal as any god. She is womanhood perfected. That is Komurasaki the Oiran. 
Now, that's just crazy. No woman is perfect. And where's Sanji in this panel? No, he's not there. Uh, don't take my word for it. See her with your own eyes. See, Sanji knows all women are goddesses. Yeah. <laughs> there, you can hear it now. The yeah. tears and excitement, quickening rhythms that surround her presence. And we get some babings and screams from the distance. Uh, announcing. They <laughs> They're being so stupid in the background. <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, at Orochi Palace today, there's to be a feast for the Shogun. Um, the Oiran's procession is making its way to the castle. And that girl earlier, she is a Kamuro, an attendant to the Oiran. Uh, oh, and Orobi, congratulations are in order. You've been summoned to the ceremonial hall too. At last, this is what Robin has been going for. What? I know how you've been hoping to meet Shogun Orochi in person. Why, yes. Sanji uh, fawns over her. Ooh, Robin, that's amazing. Come back and prepare at once. And Robin that's a said, Robin pose. I can't wait. Bang. So um, I want to, before we move on, I kind of want to point out something yeah. about Robin in this chapter. <clears throat> she, uh, in the beginning of the chapter, the first like half, she's kind of missing her trademark nose line. Uh, mm. You know, the, yeah, the piece that sets her apart from every other One Piece lady. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and at first I wondered, because uh, she's also missing it from the Volume 91 cover, and I wondered if, like, well, maybe she's just wearing so much makeup that, like, you can't see it. Um, her her nose line just kind of got absorbed into the rest of the series art stuff. Like, because Sanji has that nose line in this chapter. Like, it just kind of comes in and out whenever Oda wants to use it, I think. Mm. Mm. I see. Well, anyway, it's back. <laughs> Boy, if um, if she had any like nerves at all about going to you know doing this undercover mission in the you know feast chamber of the shogun, she sure is not showing it right now. Well, this was this is literally her forte. She was this uh, was her job before she was a try. Like, assassination was literally she's been doing this much did. longer than anyone anyone else. Yeah. And I guess she's just gotten better at it doing whatever she did those two years with the revolutionaries. Yeah, so I. I, I think Ash or someone else uh, maybe uh, mentioned uh, the other week that Nami being a ninja makes no sense. It should have been Robin, but I, I guess it makes a little more sense now what Robin's doing here. She's going after the big guns, it looks like, or at least oh, yeah. trying to get some information about well, the big guns. I don't know. N- Nami with the uh, the sneaking around makes the ninja make sense to me, but well, just, I mean, she's a burglar. Not- yeah, she is. Yeah, She's a cat burglar, and there was a cat up there also, so it makes sense. None of you mentioned that last time. And her her climb attack is like uh, it's like yeah. spells. Yeah, She's got Ninpo herself. She it's even does the nin, nin Yeah, it's something Kinemon mentioned a bunch in Rosa, I think it was. Um, she had a ninja moment in uh, Punk Hazard. Oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. It was Punk Hazard. Yeah, because Nami was barely in Dressrosa. Um mm-hmm. Anyway, we go to the last page where I will pronounce things. Um, Lady Komarasaki, uh, everyone yells uh, from the audience. They're crying, they're weeping um, as they as they tell them, to, oh, look this way. Oh, it's the, the Oran. Uh, am I pronouncing Oran High School Host Club correctly? Oran. 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 And literally blinding people with her beauty. Um, as they all make way and you see, she seems pretty tall, I guess, or it might just be a foreshortening thing or whatever that's called, um, of, uh, Oiran Komodosaki and, uh, 
behind tags uh, Toko. Uh, not not a man, but uh, Toko, the, the person. I can't do the joke as well as she did. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, Otoko I'm, would be the Otoko joke. would be the joke. Um, she's like, I'm late. I know, <laughs> or whatever the laugh is that we're doing for her. Um, That's good. That's was good. that what you were that doing, good, Stephen? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the grown up version of of that laugh says, "Ha!" Huh. Um, and sparkles are just emanating off of. This is even more than we got with Empress Hancock. I feel like uh, this is like mm-hmm. some real build up here. Um, it's like. You had me worried, Toko, uh, she says. Um, you know, what she's, is she snapping or, t- oh no, she's tapping she's, her. She's I guess. tapping her on the yeah, head. On the head. Yeah. Um, where she goes, <laughs> sorry, big sis. <laughs> her voice just goes completely, you know, normal after her laughing. Anyway, um, so- someone over, um, some sort of form of communication. Do they- have we seen transponder snails here? I can't even, like, recall. Mm-hmm what like no. what they're used for communication in Wano. Because they cause they talk about them like Kinemon would refer to them as just like the snail. Like it wasn't it, it was a different word, but it was a different word for snail, like which suggested that he was just like, oh those snails you have. So Yeah. I don't um, that hasn't come up yet, I guess. I, I but yeah. I just noticed this they're they're obviously communicating somehow here with um yeah Kyoshiro. Um anyway they the talking, this is talking back and forth. This has nothing to do with that anyway. Uh, saying that they need 20 statu- uh, statutes. I am I am a lawyer. Uh, Stretcher's uh, stat for the unconscious, the bleeding, and the blind, which was the alternate to the Statue of Liberty inscription um, f- that uh, had went through during Oiron's passage. Um, and you see passed out men strewing the street there. Um, and we head toward Sakyo the, in the flower capital, which is where we had been, but this is, I guess, a more specific spot here. Um, and Kyoshiro, that's his name again. I, mm-hmm. I'm immediately forgetting there's so many names in Wano. I really need an encyclopedia for this at some point. Uh, saying, beaten by a soba cook. Um, and this is Kaku? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I did not look. I completely guessed. Uh, saying, yeah, he was so strong. And Kiyoshiro says, look, I'm busy. I've been summoned to Shogun Orochi's feast. I got to eat. Uh, so you could contact Queen, uh, who I assume we were introduced to in a previous chapter. Um, <laughs> and uh, he says, have him send a heavy instead. But um, And uh, Kaku retorts that's gonna cause a big scene though you realize that it says do it anyway and he is grinning uh he's excited for whatever chaos might ensue um and meanwhile shogun orochi is being called i'm guessing this is by another one of those three um but maybe not i don't know uh saying that the oiron is on her way here now and we see silhouettes of some sort of dragon hydra looking thing, who the hell knows, saying, I see, Komurasaki, you will be mine today, I swear. At last, I swear it. And can you do- <laughs> I'm, I'm glad someone did the laugh for me. Oh, oh, it, butterfly. It's got to be more like, <laughs> Oh, that's what you think it sounds <laughs> So you're, you're saying that the Shogun's a dork. Uh, yeah. I, th- like I have a very specific person <laughs> in mind for what he sounds like um, that only some people on this show may get even, so I'm not even going to go there. Um, Tampa. <laughs> the Shogun's, that's the all Shogun's I'll say. Um, 
Anyway, that's going to end the chapter. One Piece is off next week. We'll talk a little bit more about what we'll be doing then uh, at the end of the show. But uh, what did you guys uh, think of this uh, chapter? Um, Let's start with Caleb. Yes, I I had two thoughts. First, um, right at the end, you know, we get this very clear silhouette of Orochi with five Hydra heads. And I'm thinking that has to be like a red herring, that it's not going to be that straightforward maybe mm. something along the lines of the uh the smile fruits where it's like some crazy hybrid okay. animal design and not what it seems like mm. that's my that's my hope uh like i hope it is like a hydra model or uh what was that the yamata no orochi right yeah. is that what it's called? right that would be the yep. eight the eight headed um yeah dragon. right yeah i hope it is that but like a smile fruit so like they're all coming out of his nipples so he's got like <laughs> Snake dragon yes. nipples. Exactly. That is the Something most like Oda that. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and then my uh, my other comment for this chapter, sort of from the language angle, um, Stephen can probably mm-hmm. appreciate this. Um, I thought it was interesting, actually, throughout the whole arc, how we sort of have this different perspective as English speakers of the Straw Hats' relationship with all the terminology mm-hmm. in Wano. So, like, the Japanese readers, of course, they're going to get the otoko joke because right. it's, like, you know, just a normal word. But then the Japanese readers are also going to know oidan and, um, you know, kamuro and all that. But then it's interesting that we get Frankie, actually. Somebody said he's sort of like the token American who doesn't know those terms. And he's, like, our window into, like, he's, he's, he's almost filling in for our readership, which is kind of fun. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, actually, uh, incidentally, on that note, um, I uh, I originally, um, as I was working through this, because there's kind of a delay between when these terms pop up, and then there's a couple pages before the uh, the old lady steps in and like explains everything. So, I re- initially was, you know, translating it. I was saying, oh, though, you know, it's not the oyan, it's the the courtesan. And I just assume, like, oh, it's going to be the the courtesans, uh, like uh-huh. plural procession. And uh, that it's, you know, it's going to be a bunch of beautiful women walking through and like Kamuro, I had to look up Kamuro, but um, uh, but it ended up being, um, you know, OK, it's an attendant. So she's she could say she's an attendant. But then you get to where they actually start explaining all of these things within the context. And I was like, actually, if I have this translated already, it's going to sound weird because then it's like, oh, I'm an, you know, I'm an attendant. What does that mean? Well, I attend, I stand around and I do stuff for the, mm-hmm. uh, the courtesan. And, you know, it seemed like he was kind of specifying, uh, you know, just like just enough that I was like, you know, my, my spider sense went off and I was like, you know what, I could just leave this in the Japanese term because there's enough explanation here. And he, he specifies that there's like only one, so it's just kind of like it's almost like a nickname or a title for this single character and i was like okay i think i can i can just play this off um you know by letting the reader learn as much as uh you know the characters are in the scene so um it, it worked out in this sense i think it worked yeah i feel was, like that was cool. foreign terminology right right we are in wano so yeah um caleb any other thoughts on the chapter uh, no, that was that was pretty much uh, what I had to say. But thanks, um, yeah. Sam. Uh, whoa, uh, there's a lot here that's going to depend on how the rest of the arc unfolds. Like, uh, 
the the lady, the the Komurasaki. Like it feels like we're being set up for a punchline with her. Uh, but then at the same time, like a punchline feels a little too obvious. So maybe that's not it. Like I, I don't know. Like none of the the answers to the mystery that's being set up here uh, are, are the are satisfying right now. So we'll have to see where that goes. And then uh, and then what's this what's this Papa Door dude's name? Kyoshi or Kyoshiro? Mm-hmm. That guy is. I, I really liked what. I think Joey pointed out that there's kind of a, a trope in samurai movies of a guy like him. Like he's the guy who, who normally turns on the hero side eventually. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's so it's, it's just like a lot of, a lot of intrigue and I don't know where it wants to go. Like Kyosho obviously doesn't like Orochi, uh, but he is still working for him and like plotting to, to fight the straw hats. So uh, that'll be interesting. And then, and then also Otoko. It's like, okay, another small girl character. Like what's the, what's the purpose of having another one? Um, but uh, uh, Toko has a very, I'm kind of, I'm like worried for her. Like it, it, I, she, she, she feels like um, Koala as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, where it's like there's probably something really messed up uh, going on with her, or is going to happen to her, or has happened to her. Um, so that yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I should also point out too, just in case anyone wasn't really sure, but I, I believe it is it is very heavily implied when she says "big sis." That's not like a an organizational thing. That she is actually the younger sister of Komurasaki, and that's that's one of the reasons why she's important. Um, oh. It, Really? Yeah. Because because she would just say like Oidan Sama or you know something right. I, I, something like that in um uh well, in the Japanese. Well, I thought it was that her that her older sister was also an attendant. I thought that oh, that's what that was. No, she's she's talking to Komurasaki. Oh, because yeah. my gut my gut is entertaining. Like I my first thought is like this has to be uh Hiori uh, Komurasaki. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the the first thing that jumps to mind, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea where this is going to go, and I, and it's like it's almost like a little. It's it's one of those cases where it's like I didn't even think like I, I don't know how to appreciate this chapter until until the rest of the story unfolds. Um, uh, Stephen. Okay. Um. Yeah, this is a, a fun chapter. It's kind of it's a very juicy one as far as like the uh, you know the local Wano flavor goes. Um, lots of uh, catching up with um, uh, you know Sanji and and more specifically uh, Usopp, Frankie, and Robin. Um. So so that was fun. It was kind of interesting because last week I was talking about how like I was a little. Uh, worried about you know just how how many uh, you know balls were being juggled as far as like this mystery characters and then you know who's this who's this guy who's menacing Sanji or is about to menace Sanji um, and you know you have another mystery figure in the cage and like how, you know how much is is too much and I I thought it was um, reassuring then to immediately have this guy turn out to be like okay so. These are like local toughs, but they're working for Kyoshiro. So there's there's a connection there that is you know connecting some of the dots. That it's not just another random character who you know exists on on their own and is not connected to any of the others. Um, so it feels like you know okay, we are building 
uh, the, you know, the story is building towards something um, more so than uh, than than it felt like when we left off uh, last week, which was um, uh, which was nice. Uh, I definitely agree that um, at least the 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 obvious um, guess, you know, not that it's like implied or anything, but you know, just reading between the lines is that oh, okay. Well, it seems likely. Okay, there's a beautiful woman who is now grown. Um, yeah, this is the the first guess is probably that it is um, uh, Momonosuke. It was Momonosuke's younger sister, right? Um, uh, Hiyori, who uh, was left behind when everyone jumped through time uh, 20 years ago. Um, so, you know, that seems that seems to be uh, the the obvious guess. Although, you know, what kind of character she is and what role she will play is not really certain. Uh, Komodosaki also is um, is the name of like it, it's sort of like the um, the go to name. It's like the most the fa- uh, most famous story of a uh, you know a historical. Oidon, which is, um, you know, it's a like like the translation is a courtesan, and it is sort of related to the concept of of geisha, which, um, uh, you know, is obviously not it's not stri- strictly a, a prostitute. They're like entertainment women that um, you know perform, and they can do these uh, sort of uh, you know they can play music and sing songs and and do all these things. And on the seedier end, there there can be uh, prostitution involved, you know, the, as a brothel, but um, you know, there are also much finer ones like the Oiran that are more like court ladies, uh, and um, so that's that's what the um, that's what her character is um, is is going to to be. And Komodosaki uh, historically was like a, a famous Oiran who had um, like a, she had a suitor, a, a guy who was very aggressive in trying to court her and uh you know it had it's like some tragic end like he ends up killing her or something like that um so there might be a bit of that going on i thought it was that she kills herself to keep herself out of his hands okay something yeah something like that is a tragic uh story it's and 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 we there may be something to that here with uh with orochi uh you know being indicated as being very interested in komurasaki uh you know when he says uh, you'll be mined at last. So he's clearly been trying to do this. It's like an uh, echo of uh, what we saw with Okiku and uh, mm. the sumo guy. I'm glad you didn't say Vanderdecken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, also, also there was uh, there's one last little bit of wordplay, which is all again completely uh, kind of un- untranslatable. But the uh, the title of the chapter, which is uh, Otoko the Kamuro, so. Uh, the term Kamuro as a, as an attendant, um, is actually, um, uh, it is named after their, their hairstyle because as the attendants, you know, they would have to like shave their head or like, or like pull their hair back or something. So, you know, you, that's kind of why she has this very, um, big forehead with the, um, with the drawn on, um, eyebrows and stuff. And uh, Kamuro is used with the uh, the kanji, and it means uh, bald or like you know not not having a full head of hair, essentially. Uh, and it is also the kanji, therefore, for like you know the regular like medical definition of baldness. So when you just see the the um, the chapter title on its own, um, Kamuro no Otoko, it looks like it's a fancy way of saying a bald man. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh that was yeah. that was kind of funny when it when it, it when I noticed it but I was like okay yeah that's no no way that that will um 
that will work with all. The there's actually a similar thing that you can still see in sumo to this day, because sometimes in the top division, you'll get someone who makes a meteoric rise and he doesn't have enough hair to make a full top knot yet. So he has it slicked back. Like he's a gangster basically when hmm. they're, when they, when they, when they rise up through the ranks really, really quickly and they're on TV, like before they're even able to get their, their full sumo haircut, which reminds me of that. Huh? that's cool. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on this chapter. Uh, Alex. Man, uh, I had a sentiment last chapter where I was really glad to have a diversion with the other straw hats and see what they were up to. And man, I really loved this chapter. Um, sort of seeing, seeing this, uh, this quad of, uh, Usopp, Sanji, Frankie and Robin was, uh, it was it was really nice um, to see these guys all interacting together again. Um, I miss that, and uh, I love that Frankie is just ready for a brawl and looking for any excuse to fight. Uh, that's super great. Um, Sanji felt really great this chapter too. Like I'm, I missed the you know uh, don't waste food um, type uh, type of um, angry that Sanji gets and. I love when Usopp knows exactly what's going to happen <laughs> as soon as those guys knock over the uh, the big pot of soba. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, um, those goons are super funny. Uh, once again, love Kyoshiro and his and his awesome pompadour. Um, my, I'm I, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, where he plays a hand in all this. Um, uh, Orochi. I'm. I really want it to be a goofy smile fruit. Like that's that's my that's my hope. Because um, if he's a coward, you know, like uh, I don't know, having having a big powerful devil fruit like something like a Yamada no Orochi um, uh, model wouldn't necessarily. I don't know. I, that doesn't line up. You know, if he's a coward uh, to me, he does sound like a dweeb. Just basically, yeah, himself. yeah, he does. Um, Let's the, see. The Kumarasaki. sun always rises in Wano. Yeah. Kumarasaki, uh the silhouette of Kumarasaki sort of reminded me of the Shimasen player uh, who um, comes in at the beginning and the end of the act. Um, oh. I don't I think it's just because her headpiece sort of looks like the ears of the of the mm. mask. That might be, just be why. Uh, but yeah, I was I was reminded immediately of Hancock as soon as you see these uh, this trail of um, trail of people. Uh, right. So I wonder, yeah, I somebody posted like a uh, a thing on Twitter, maybe like or posited a, a theory on Twitter about about Toko's laughter, and maybe it's related to a devil fruit. And <laughs> I. I didn't want to believe that. I I just kind of hope that she's like she's just a dumb, goofy, hilarious kid, and that's why they're all laughing and and loving it. And uh, and uh, I I'm in agreement that like it seems a little foreboding, just because man, like look how endearing this kid is. You're making this kid super endearing, uh, and everybody's having such a good time with her. And I'm like, oh man, if something like terrible happens to her, it's going to be like extra crushing. Mm. But yeah, she could she could be like koala and compensating for something as well. Well, they also like they've also done that gag once this arc already, and this arc isn't that long yet. Yeah, I, I um, mean, I, as a note, a lot of people use laughter, as you said, to mask uh, emotional hurt 
behind them, so it's possible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I also wanted to point out the one chapter where they all gulp after hearing about um, the uh, the Oiran, um, where Sanji Chopper or um, Chopper Sanji Usopp and uh, Frankie are are like oh they're very they're very um, revered at the thought of this beautiful woman because it like it's it's good to show that Sanji isn't the only one thinking about women. <laughs> uh, it's it's a very natural it's a very natural thing to be a you know. Uh, for that to happen, so I feel like uh, it, it reminded me of the beginning of the time, or, uh, the start of the time skip, where um, where Usopp and uh, and Frankie are also marveling over Hancock because they've never seen the Pirate Empress before, and uh, kind of I, I like that. Um, Robin's master is weird. Uh, she's gonna have like I don't know, like you know, like we you mentioned, we don't know her name, and I guess we don't need to, but it's odd. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this when she was first introduced, but she sort of reminds me of the old hag from uh, One Piece Movie 7. Uh, looks very similar, dresses similar. Um, different face, though. Anyway, that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't have, I don't have much else to add. I'm trying to, like... I, it's definitely... It didn't feel like a short chapter, but it also... Not a ton happened. I mean, the highlight of this definitely was the Sanji and Frankie... I, I think this is a perfectly cromulent chapter, um, for lack of a better term. Um, I like Toko. Um, I am now, thanks to Alex, extremely worried about what's about to happen to her. Um, I really enjoyed the kind of where things are going, but at the same time, I think, Stephen, you mentioned this in the last episode. Uh, we keep getting introduced to all these plot elements, and, and there's always a new silhouetted person each week. <laughs> uh, so, which kind of worries me because why do we keep getting those? How long is this arc going? To be fair, the the guy who is like the Sanji silhouette guy from was that last week? Uh, yeah, was ended up being kind of a I don't want to say nobody, but one of these guys, you know, just kind of got introduced right away. I don't understand why he had to be silhouetted um, unless these designs. I, I mean, I guess Stephen explained it. But uh, I don't know. I, I I understand the silhouette more here. Um, this might take away the Otama for uh, Hyogi, Hyogo, whatever. I forget. What, uh, <laughs> Hiori. Hiori. I don't know what that means in Japanese. Um, it doesn't have to mean anything. It's a name. I mean, you... you what does this, Zach mean? I don't know. But... Stephen, completely unrelated. You know, do you know the story about uh, my Japan mix up with? Uh, I know Caleb doesn't uh, mixing up the word for "Can I please have a check?" with "Can I please have an enema?" and how similar oh, those yeah. two words are. You were saying "kancho" instead of "kanjo." Yeah, which is come on. Why do you make those words so similar sounding? <laughs> enema for, doesn't for, sound like anything else in like, English. Um, enemy enema, I guess maybe. Yeah, yeah. Enema of the. That's an enema of the state, yeah. Um, well, you're doing that JoJo's meme on Twitter with the what your the first album that you oh, bought, yeah. Stand, yeah. and uh, my mine was enema of the state. And I don't want that stand, so <laughs> that is a scary stand you have there, Ed. Um, <laughs> I am gonna just back up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, so yeah, I, I really I think Sanji. Everything I love about Sanji is in this chapter, and also everything I don't love about Sanji is in this chapter, so I'm kind of conflicted. 
and uh, it's just great seeing Usopp and Frankie and Robin again. Uh, I, I just really just appreciated living with those characters again for a moment here. And uh, I, I kind of subscribe to uh, the theory that Alex had, um, and I hope it's correct for um, uh, for the uh, Shogun Orochi. Uh, so that that's all I got. Any other final thoughts? Otherwise, we can move into the next segment. No, I'm good. Cool. Let's do it. This is the Anime Recap for episode 864. Finally, they clash. The Emperor of the Sea versus the Straw Hats. I'm your host, Sam, and today with me we have, once again, we have Ed. Hey. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> there are certainly parts of this episode that I enjoyed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The other parts were, you know. Yeah, I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the grind right now. Yeah. It, but it, they have enough good... Mo- God. It's hard to compare with like something like My Hero Academia where they space out the anime and they have the benefit, the luxury of having seasons and the yeah. ability to have planned for a beginning, middle of an end of a season. But they just... One Piece, the One Piece just goes on. There's really nothing like it. These There's nothing else like it. Yeah. For better and for worse. Yeah, Mostly pretty much. for worse. Well, in the anime at least. Yeah. So we're just... We're, we're left with... Um, the things that we already really loved in the manga, and sometimes the animation improves them. Uh, the title card this week begins at 4 minutes and 43 seconds. We open... Now, I'm getting really tired of, like, every episode opening closing with Luffy versus Katakuri. Who boy. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. not a whole lot's changing over there, and yet that's, well, actually, that's kind of the emotional beats that we're ending every episode on. Yeah, but, like... And I was feeling that at the very beginning of this, they they managed to progress it a little bit by the end of this episode, that we can sort of see where Luffy's process is going, mm-hmm. and his his skills are improving. But yeah, it's go it's pacing pacing problems. Uh, so Luffy's getting squashed by big giant mochi hands, and uh, Katakuri starts finger banging him. It's, I mean, you're not wrong. He just, he just makes his hand like a gun and goes pew 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 and shoots little mochi bullets at him. Yeah, this was um, this was the part that was annoying me. Uh, so we come back to the sunny and everyone's reacting to Big Mom tearing up the walls. It's like a lot of like unmoving still shots. I, I, I sorry, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm too harsh on it, but it's yeah. But the later uh, the later parts of the Big Mom stuff are actually the things that I enjoyed the most. Yeah, sure. But uh, yes, this was. Um, it felt like a, a little bit of a repeat of what we saw. I mean, literally, some of this is repeated from what we saw last week. Yeah, uh, Jimbei tells her that the cake isn't on the ship, and Mom is is saying that can't be true. If that's true, I'll have to kill my own eldest son for lying to me. And uh, <laughs> Paro Sparrow, who's not even like around, he's off in the distance, like he can he can hear, her, and he's like, "Oh no, oh no, she uh, she knows." Yeah, I think at one point we see Genie Weenie reading, like, he's looking with monoculars, and he's like, ah, oh, God, he's screwed. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, Big Mom uh, asks Her facial expressions, to... her facial expressions in this yes. episode are great. Like, yes. the part where, that, like, like, it's... deranged smile. Yeah, and also, like, the part where her hair is filling the rest of the frame, so all you see is her face close up, and glowing hair. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, that's a good one. Uh, 
She puts Napoleon in her fire hair, and now it's cognac. Yeah, Con- cognac. Uh, it's a uh, French cognac. Yeah, it's French um, grape liqueur. I think is how that works. Um, yeah. And she clashes with Jimbei. Jimbei puts his his arms in the big defensive cross. Has the armament hockey going? Kairagi uh, Glaze. Uh, and then there's kind of an elongated clash where she's pushing him and then uh, finally finishes him off and sends him flying into the ocean. Uh, Big Mom is is like chopping at the ship and basically sawing into the ship with, with uh, Napoleon and Nami's worried about Carrot. And uh, Chopper uh, – Nami is about to get attacked by Big Mom who's, who's grabbing at her and Chopper goes guard point, defends her. That was then cute. Big Mom is – Big Mom was able to just pick him up and be like, "Ooh, you're even more interesting now. You're a, you're a rare animal, just like a Soul King." And we know how much Mom likes rare species. Mm-hmm. That was actually she calls him a th- chubby raccoon. <laughs> he does not like that. Yeah, and uh, so the 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 sail on the Thousand Sunny is is lighting a blaze because fire's going everywhere, and and Paris is getting excited because oh, if the ship sinks, maybe my lie will go down with it, and you'll <laughs> never have to. Never have to explain where the cake went. Uh, I just have to com- I have to compliment Mami Koyama's voice acting in this episode. Is she's yeah, all she's over great. the place and she's quiet when she but she can still be menacing, but then she like shrieks and yells and it's um like there's such such great old old person like it's it sounds like an insult to say like it's great old person acting, but like. She's this exhausted person, and she's still mm-hmm. extremely threatening. And you know, it's um, I, I've really been enjoying her performance. Yeah, and she's this is like the the first time in a while she's had something more to say than wedding cake. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so water launches out of the sea. That Our was good really cool. Jinbei, that was really cool. He's here. The water lands on Big Mom, and her her fire goes out. Her hair is like draped over. She like looks equally scary without the fire. Because her hair is like all wet and like in her face. It's like what you look like when you have to run out of the bath, the the shower to get the phone. Yeah, and this is a great scene where where Jim Bay is coming in. And he's doing the big punch and the big exciting music is playing. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, this, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, he knocks her off the ship now, and Mom lands on Zeus. Yeah, that was. Um, I mean, he kind of knew that was going to happen, but. It's you're caught up in the emotion of Jimmy, like knocking her out, but no, no, like he can land a punch on her. That's more than just about anyone else can do, but it's not much. Uh, so she lands in Napoleon and, uh, uh, we have the sequence of, of Zeus going in for the shock uh, or, or, and, um, mom has made Napoleon like extra long. Uh, Zeus shocks. We we think it's Nami at first, and we like hear we hear what sounds like a woman screaming. But I, I think maybe it's it's Nami's voice actress at first. But then when like they they kind of come back to the the same shot, it's like it's now uh, Cho doing the the high pitched woman <laughs> scream, and we realize that no, it's not Nami who got shocked. It's Brooke. And I think this tra- I think this uh, this joke plays a better in the anime because it's easier to yeah. make sense of what's happening. Yeah, I agree. And. Um- <laughs> It's it's interesting because they like it 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 sounds you'd think that the the lightning would singe his hair, but yeah. we just have to kind of ignore that. It's a very powerful afro. He right. has very strong follicles. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so Brooke makes this big panties joke, 
uh, can I show you? Your, <laughs> I, I like Big Mom's response to the the can uh, can you show me your panties? Because it's like it's not like it's confused, but it's mostly just like aggressive, like ha. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, Nami and Chopper are surprised. And then Brooke jumps uh, super fast. He's behind her already. He does his humming thing, closes his sword. Uh, Zeus gets cut in half. Uh, this whole sequence has that one uh, animator's style that, like, uh, I, I did look up the name. Uh, Yoshikazu Tomita. He's kind of a he's, – he's popular among the people who really like uh, huh. the Sakuga people. I, I find, like, the really – I find the overabundance of, of like super harsh shadows kind of off-putting. Hmm. Uh, but he's got a very distinct style. He's very animated, uh, and uh, that's kind of what this whole scene of of you know Brook chopping up Zeus and Big Mom reacting to the lightning bolt that Nami's putting together. Uh, so big. Zap. This was pretty cool. This is really cool looking. The the crew has worked together. They've zapped Big Mom. They fended off her attacks. Uh, then we come back to the mirror world. And now Kavikuri's finger gun has uh, evolved into like a giant Gatling gun. He's got like a, a Gatling gun on his arm made of mochi, but it's it's covered in hockey. So it looks it just looks like a machine. And he's shooting at Luffy. Uh, and then he transitions into the, the nine headed mochi, just like creating all those those donut teleporting donut holes that mm-hmm. he can punch with. And, and Luffy's final words are, my future is mine to decide, uh, saying that Carter Curry's observation hockey is not uh, not going to decide his fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this fight's, uh, yes, this fight's starting to go places, but Big Mom is the star of this episode, both in acting and the way she's drawn. I love the way she, like, shriek, or um, the way she, like, agonizes in pain when she gets shocked. That looks awesome. Uh, her getting hit by Jinbei's, like, water thing, that was also great. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, you can't complain about the pacing in one piece every week, but mm-hmm. it's the same problem. It, it's not going away. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily anybody, any one person's fault that the one piece anime has to be spaced out the way that it is, yep. but it's still bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> there are things I, to enjoy and that's why I keep watching it every week. But, Things uh, to enjoy. I don't think I quite got what I wanted out of this episode. Like I wanted more. Like th- this whole sequence is something that you kind of have to do very fast uh, mm. because y- you need that kind of chance to be like, oh, the straw hats are in danger, and oh, surprise, they're on top of it. Yeah, even if it's you know just by the seat of their pants or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like the 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 play of emotions isn't isn't coming across clearly enough for me and. That's kind of how I felt about the past few episodes in general, where it's like there's this kind of distance. There's kind of this emotional distance that everything that's happening. Mm. Um, and it's just like it's not it's not hitting that button for me. Yeah, I can I can see that. All right. Uh, ready to move on to the next segment or do you have anything else you want to? No, that's it. Um, yeah. Looking forward to next week. All right. Let's move on. OK. Take that frog off your head and get ready for some peace together, where we take your questions, comments, and theories. Uh, let's start out uh, with uh, Ed. 
this piece. Sam, take us through this piece on Discord, Patreon All subscribers. Right. We've got our fancy new this piece channel just for just for these occasions. Uh, our first this piece is from Morgil. I have very mixed feelings about this upcoming change to jump. On one hand, I can see the individual chapters being useful for people who only read one or two series each week. But for people like myself who read almost every series, having them bundled together in one single download has been super convenient. I can just very easily see myself trying to download all the series I read individually, accidentally missing one, falling behind, and eventually just giving up on the series I read uh, on the series. Uh, additionally, there's stuff like the magazine covers, interviews, and author comments, among other things that I just don't want to see go. I wish we could just get both options, individual chapters for those who only read one or two series, and the whole magazine for those like myself who just want to read everything in one go. This is really going to take some getting used to, and I really am gonna miss some. Uh, uh, I'm gonna miss some the some of the full magazines. But hopefully, things will get ironed out in the future, and this change will ultimately end up for the best. All I can do now is hope for the future, the future of Jump. Boy, that sounded corny, didn't it? Uh, no, that sounded okay. <laughs> for the record, yeah, uh, that, yeah. Viz, the guys from Viz actually addressed almost all of those points um, earlier, right? Yeah, mm. I mean, I'm also going to, just to do personal thoughts, I'm also going to miss the magazine. I, I really yeah. think they've done a very good job with the digital, making like the digital magazine feel like a magazine. Yeah. Um, it's a curated experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's definitely pros to that. I mean, there it's it's like the difference between, um, like like a television channel versus Netflix, where you get to choose the thing, versus like a tsunami where you know someone else is choosing the mm -hmm. shows for you to watch. Uh, they both have pros and cons, but um, you know they they're both doing well in their own way. So I guess we're gonna see the the Netflix model of manga. Yeah. And I, and to, to reiterate what they said, it sounds like um, they're going to have maybe like a blog section that is going to get, have all of the, um, you know, the author comments and mm -hmm. um, other like sort of side content that they put together um, separately from the, the chapters this time. So and, and I guess we'll I guess we'll see if that really includes everything that was in the, uh, the issues. But um, it sounds like they at least are thinking about that. And and I'll say right now, if a lot a lot of new questions come up from the interview, uh, maybe we'll have them back again, the the crew back again in early 2019, and we may already have a lot of details and kind of see where things are, um, and then then we could complain more about the magazine disappearing <laughs> if, if if we're still annoyed about that. Uh, what's next, Sam? Uh, our final disc piece this week is from Grim Pyro. So with this chapter and things being played out in Acts, things feel even more play-like. Would it be a weird theory to think that someone in Wano, or maybe even Orochi himself, has some type of theatrical-based devil fruit? Even Orochi's introduction seems like Bunraku, uh, which I'm not familiar with what oh, that is. Oh, that's like the puppetry. Um, oh yeah, it does look like right, with just shadow silhouette puppetry. Yeah. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. Pudding I, had that kind of like actress, like film reel mm. thing going for her. Uh, but that's not that's different than a play. Yeah, Cambodia maybe that was like maybe that was like his test run where he was like, yeah. "Hey, this is kind of fun. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play up the Kabuki angle for Wano." Um, oh. it, a, a meta devil fruit, I guess the meta meta fruit um, would be interesting. Um, but We've never seen a puppetry fruit yet, have we? 
You mean Do Flamingo? Uh, Do Flamingo. That's a, that's a straw. That was string. Like this is strictly. He puppetry. literally controlled people. Well, maybe we won't see that power. You know, squandered. So, how about that? Uh, sugar, well, kind of. Also, turning people like, into toys. I mean, like how we have uh, an ice fruit and a snow fruit. Yeah. 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 So it's like the lesser two version. different explosion fruits and two different weight fruits and. That's, yeah. uh, that's Oda running out of ideas for you. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. Um, all right, that's it for uh, dis- Discord. Uh, so why don't we move on to emails? Um, first one comes from Mosaic Monster, whose name I like. Uh, he has a theory here on Blackbeard's plan. I don't know why he's bringing up Blackbeard, guys. Did something... Did he come up or something? Anyway. No. No? no. Don't worry about it. No. Don't worry about it. Don't don't even worry. Don't even think about it. Um, Considering what happened to O'Hara, isn't it strange that the world government didn't immediately hunt down all former members of Roger's crew like Focus after his execution? I think that Roger made a deal with the government where he gave up not just his life, but also the fourth road poneglyph in exchange for his crewmates life he promised that his crewmates would keep what they had learned to themselves and should the government go back on the deal the information would be leaked to the whole world however roger secretly gave a rubbing of the poneglyph to shanks um so that he could one day gift it to the person who would bring the dawn of the world this continues um the, the theory it, it's it's detailed <laughs> Um, no evidence. I don't think the Marines are that good at catching people. Well, yeah, that's it. I do I'll like say, the, they didn't even catch Roger, really. I do like the idea of the Marines having the fourth poneglyph. I think we rode poneglyph. We I think we mentioned mm. this back when the road poneglyph idea came out. Like, what if the government has the fourth one? I I like that theory. Mm. I like um, the fourth one being on the moon. I also <laughs> like that theory. You know how I feel about the moon. Oh, by the way, story from my vacation. Uh, I got chased by an elephant named Kamoon. Hmm? Coincidence? No. You got what by an elephant? Chased by an elephant. Oh, I thought you said faced. I'm like, what is that? That mean? sounds way worse. Um, next question. Um, no, the, the, I, I was going to say, all, <laughs> all those characters, they're like living small. Like Cl- Clover is literally, or uh, not Clover, um, Crocus is literally like living inside of a whale. You know, they're not, they're not making big splashes. They're all on the on the dl so well, he's, really and he's extremely powerful yeah 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 and they don't they, they don't want to take him on they said explicitly right um and also he's not like causing any particular trouble uh really he's kind of just being an old Tired. an old uh gambling man um an old he's being an old <laughs> he's moving to florida yeah. Yeah. Um, like he allows himself to get sold into slavery obviously he could break it out whenever he wanted to but you know he just goes along with it yeah he's uh he's living life uh for the present moment and not for anything else um martin says does anyone have theories on how some devil fruit powers will be used in the future for example pudding's fruit being used to allow a mink to go so long without the aid of the moon or sure, sure, you using his to make a large vessel invisible. Since when does hey, sure you, you have the invisibility? No, like having expectations <laughs> is the first step on the road to disappointment. Yeah. Wow. Also, also, Zach, yeah, at this point, you're going to have to just, the jig is up. We the know you've read the up? chapters. Okay, I did. Yeah. That, that <laughs> happened. I was able to access the stuff on Viz from Vietnam, which is interesting. Like, I was able to download the the uh, chapters. So. 
Uh, same with me in Greece, actually. Yeah. Even you even their internet is. Even with my shitty internet, yes. Even even the Vietnamese internet is a bootleg market. Oh my you get god! Whatever you want. Yeah. Well, that's probably true. You're thinking <laughs> eh, that might be more Hong Kong. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, Mira has a uh, has is is a uh, sorry is sending an email from cold and snowy Sweden, and. Uh, oh, nice. I, I believe I, I don't want to assign a gender. She, I'm going to just say, uh, has a question for us. Uh, who's everyone's non straw hat? Who's uh, favorite non straw hat character? This person says law or possibly Jimbei descent depending on if you consider him, consider him part of the crew. So who is your favorite non straw hat character? I think we've answered this several times, but I think it's been a little while. Steven, I'm going to put you on the spot first. Um, my favorite is um, Blackbeard. No reason. No reason, mm-hmm. Zach. Don't even trip, dog. <laughs> uh, Caleb. Ooh, uh, that's tough. I'm going to go out on a really weird limb and say Iceberg from Water 7. He was just Ooh. a good dude. Yeah, he's great. But not Tyrannosaurus, the mouse that he has? From the- yeah, runner-up is, is Tyrannosaurus. Okay, good. <laughs> I was hoping. Uh, Sam? Now, this is going to surprise you guys, but I'm a big fan of Luffy. Wait. <laughs> That's not the question, was it? No, uh, no non, non straw hat. <laughs> Unless Luffy quit and I hadn't heard. I don't know. Did I miss that is, much? Is, is carrot still off the table for straw hat? Dumb. Okay, yes. carrot. I yeah, mean, that, that's a fine answer for this question. Carrot, yeah, carrot yeah. works. She's not technically a straw hat. And the, the other, the guy yeah. who asked it said law, and I think he's in the same boat as carrot and whatever that you know nebulous region is. Alex, uh, Jango. Big surprise. Um, Surprising absolutely no one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if and when that will ever change for you. Um, I mean, like, because, I have runners-up. Yeah. Who's you your runner-up? Yeah. That's... My, my runner-up? Um, yeah, that's that's pretty... Uh, that's a tough one. Um, probably Crocodile, though. Hmm. That's a good choice. I like Crocodile a lot. I, I, yeah. I, and he grows on me more and more. I mean, I always was a big fan, but... Yeah. Um, next question. Come on, uh, man. Oh, Ed. Sorry, yeah. God. Uh, I've been thinking about it lately, actually. Uh, I've, I've been really enjoying uh, Buggy. Uh, you and Casey, Buggy's I think. Good. Yeah, yeah Buggy's well, I think I, I, No, I think Casey's number one is probably, well, Mr. Oh, Two, oddly enough. Yeah. yeah. He, he is Caesar. Caesar's a good choice, too. He's, he's well, probably no, my he's actually what we're trying. That's what we're trying to make happen. Yeah, he's my favorite douchebag. Definitely, by a long <laughs> shot. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, this is a great question. Um, the title last week was great, especially with uh, Steve's wizard bit at the end. Um, what is everyone's favorite podcast title for Josh here? His, one of his, his favorites are Robin got the bats from the ending rankings episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. wish you would do an episode title ranking, uh, for the past year. Uh, we do that at the end of the year, actually, which it almost is. Uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, you won't have to wait too long for that. Um, is there, you know, don't, without even looking, I guess that's how, you know, a title sticks in your head. Uh, what would your favorite in recent memory or even non-recent memory be if, uh, um, I guess for, for anyone who wants to answer that. Tic-tac-toe chin for sure. <laughs> that picture is great. One. Maddie's been doing like a good job with, uh, taking us in new directions with the titles. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you know me. 
Goop Troop, Bloop Blorp. Yep, me too. That's, <laughs> that's that ranks yeah. pretty high that, for me. That one's up. Didn't we do a sequel for that? And I can't remember what it was now. Um, yeah. Of the ones when I was like, like most uh, most sequels, it was not as successful. No, it was not as successful. Um, unlike Hippopotter and the Chamber of Slaughter, which of the ones when I was gone, oh, definitely my favorite. That I love that title so much. I oh yeah, you you made your own uh, your own series of titles. Oh didn't yeah, you? let me let me pull let me pull those up right now. Um, I used the ones that you guys made as well. Um, and built off of that. So we got, and, and these are each based off, obviously, of the Hippo Potter, Harry Potter series. So there's Who's Hippo- Harry Potter. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Hippo Potter and the Excavation Stone. These all had to do with last week's chapter. Uh, Hippo Potter and the Chamber of Slaughter. Hippo Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That one uh, is a uh, Stevens. Uh, Hippo Potter and the Goblet of Hio, which I believe was Alex's. Um, yeah. Hippo Potter and the Order of the Dragon, um, Hippo Potter and the Half-Armed Kid, and Hippo Potter and the Death Penalty. Um, I do like Half-Armed That was That's the really only good. one I was really happy with. I thought the Death Penalty was a nice, just like, you know, and that's what happens at the end. They get killed. Um, anyway, uh, we could move on to Reddit. Uh, sure. Um, well, uh, I'll just pick out a couple here to keep this, uh, segment short. So we'll start with Ulairi23, who has a question about height in Wano. I know many One Piece characters are insanely tall for no purpose other than aesthetic. Yet with the new chapter, Wano's idol appears to be freakishly tall. Those around the Kozuki clan all appear to be tall. Also, any connection here? I mean, I guess, is there any... Is there any reason deeper than just that that Oda is like, well, I'm gonna you know design a bunch of you know mob scenes, and so I want my principal characters to stand out above the crowd, or is it uh, is that pretty much it? I'm not sure. I mean, I mean, there is the idea of you know taller is just you know more powerful, but I, that is true. I would say it's just aesthetic, but it's he's been hinting at like a lot of lore stuff with that. Uh, like with, giants with, and uh, such. Yeah, with with all, everything with Big Mom and giant uh, gigantism and uh, Caesar's experiments and everyone like remarking that oh you're tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like too much of a coincidence that the two very prominent women already in this arc are very tall. Like for for men, it's less sort of notable or impressive because it happens all the time in One Piece. But I don't know. I think there might be a connection. There are more tall women than there used to be. Yeah, between Okiku and uh, Kumurasaki. That that would be a thing if it was like, oh, well, the noble family, you know, like the uh, the royalty are all really tall, and that's how you find out that she's actually, you know, Momonosuke's sister, uh, because she's she's grown up to be Kumurasaki and is super tall. Uh, Let's see. Goes mostly says, uh, I've got to say, I've been listening to you for years now and you are as much a part of my weekly routine as the chapters are. I left you a drunk voicemail some weeks ago. (laughs) Uh, Is there any other kind? Okay. So the actual question is, uh, this has been on my mind for most of the arc. What do you think the likelihood is that Oda is trolling us with Orochi's design? Not that Orochi will be a gag character entirely, but Oda has a reputation for taking well-established legends and completely making them his own weird creation. Something about that shadowy eight-headed figure made me feel this more strongly. Um, So yeah, we kind of talked about this uh, a little bit, but 
Um, I guess what what is the general pulse? I know a couple of people said that they thought he was going to be comedic. I actually did not think he was going to be comedic at first. Um, but, I was thinking uh, about the sort of dynamic between him and Kaido, and I was wondering, like, is it going to be like a serious dynamic between him and Kaido? Because I'm not sure if it is. Like, if he's like serious, like, why isn't he fighting against Kaido? He would sort of be. I like this idea of him being a sort of a goofy, you know, he's enjoying all the stuff that he can get by being, by being Kaido's shogun, basically. He's enjoying all of this and he's just sort of rolling with it and enjoying the the party. Um, We always hear him being referred to as that fool Orochi. Uh, Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of respect from. But he also has to be pretty damn evil. Like his, it's like a Wapple almost, because Wapple mm. is ridiculous, yeah. but he's also oh, yeah. insanely evil. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a like I almost imagine he's like a spandum, but like with a lot more muscle yeah. than spandum knows what to do with. I could see a cross I'm, between Wapple and spandum, and something I mean else. whatever whatever it is they've they've been working together for what twenty years now, so mm-hmm. or at least so, um, you know, you'd have to figure that it's a pretty stable arrangement that they have yeah i think um, i think he's gonna be a goof but i think he's gonna have like a real like serious threatening devil fruit mm-hmm. yeah it could be i i would like to see i mean i know that yeah obviously if it if it is wacky that that would be that would be amazing but i i'm also kind of like i really just want to see like a you know after having seen kaido as a huge dragon i would love to see an eight-headed dragon now uh being super menacing as well so i guess so, we'll find out. yeah i I want it to be silly, but it's probably something like the Sala Sala fruit uh, model Hydra or maybe the snake snake fruit model mythical uh, Yamato no Orochi. Well, mm. if there are right, multiple if there are multiple models of dragon fruits, like what would we call Kaido's? Well, <laughs> no, that's the, no, that's the thing, though, right? Cause, Shenlong model. Well, I was thinking about this, yeah, because uh, we were first introduced with the, sal- the Sala Sala uh, fruits with um, the model X, uh, Axolotl with Smiley. Mm. And I feel like that was sort of a prelude to the rest of these fruits that have dragons based off of them. Like, um, like yeah, like his could be the Shen, Shenlong model or um, Orochi's could be the uh, Yamada no Orochi model or something like that. Um, and uh, maybe maybe Drake's fruit is also under there too. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of information yet to be revealed. Um, so uh, Nick twenty four seventy three G O T says, "I have a Blackbeard related question. Hmm. A couple weeks ago, we saw him telling Moria that Luffy has been causing a stir in Wano, but how on earth does he know this? Luffy just arrived. Wano is a closed country, and Luffy's presence is not public knowledge. The people of Wano do not know who he really is. Only Kaido's crew are aware." Does Blackbeard have a spy in Kaido's ranks? I can't imagine Oda making a mistake like this. I said on the show that week that I thought that that was that meant that Blackbeard was going to be Kaido's new business partner, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I, I think it. because he was you know just in that chapter, it's easy to, for that to be fresh in your mind. But I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, he he could have intercepted that call between yeah, a big mom and, and Kaido. Um, yeah, those, he's uh, got, what do they call them? Black transponder snails? Right, that right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's yeah. got ears everywhere. So, mm-hmm. I, I think both. I think 
there are a lot of explanations that make sense to me, like intercepting the call or he has a spy or is going to be a business partner or, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't know where we're, what Blackbeard's truly up to and how the, how do the other emperor, what do the other emperors even think of Blackbeard? Like Big Mom and Kaido, they've got opinions about each other, but yeah, we know how Shanks feels about Blackbeard. Yeah, Blackbeard's just the new guy, aside yeah. from uh, Deshanks. I, I wonder, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, Luffy's the newest guy. Um, all right, uh, Spademan52, so I actually, I brought this up, I want to read this, uh, this question. Um, I've been rereading the series again, and I discovered something I thought you should know. This concerns the cover story in Chapter 658, which is in Volume 67, um, which, hey, if you subscribe to uh, Shun and Jump, you can just look that right up uh, in one go, uh, which is Perona wandering around Thriller Bark and finding Kumasi. I found this to be interesting because a couple chapters ago, we saw Thriller Bark in the New World with Moria and his crew. However, are we sure that is the same Thriller Bark? I ask that because wouldn't Perona have come across Moria when she came to get back Kumasi? Wouldn't it be more reasonable to think that a new Thriller Bark was constructed, given how the original is a giant ship the size of an island and on the first half of the Grand Line? Ah. So there you go. There's a possible uh, explanation for for well, what we saw. I don't know how likely it is, but, uh, you know, we were, I was wondering, like, what because it didn't seem to line up scale wise. That's that's all I well, thought. I want to de- well here's 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 a little bit of a debunk I would I would think on my end uh the that kumasi that she has is not the original kumasi it's way smaller No didn't she she got kumasi back you're thinking of kuma d or b or whatever the other oh, letter fuck. Yeah kuma a was the kuma a I'm it. sorry Yeah but they so you're right she does get a smaller one but then she does get kuma c back at in a cover story i'm pretty sure that that is correct um no. yeah i think i think well i have no. to go i have to go find chapters yeah uh i have to go find chapter 658 which would be great if i had the new shonen jump app which is not yet available but maybe next week you could ask us this question again and i could look um because otherwise i gotta wait what volume was it in 67? 67 i don't know if you have that readily available okay. Yeah, I have the digital library. Um, I do too, but I'm just too lazy to go through it. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got the cover here, and it's Dex of the World, Dex of the World, Volume Forty. Wandering through our bark, I found Kumashi. There you go. And oh, it's all okay. in, and it's all, and it's all destroyed. So it is the one that Luffy was on previously. Not to say that that is the same one as we saw a couple chapters. You see, ago. I, I know what happened. Uh, Moria is like, "What the hell is this?" And he throws it off this end of his ship, and then some other guy picks it up, and it ends up somewhere. It, oh, it's just like Bobo frozen from, in a block of exactly. Ice. It's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bobo. Uh, God, you gotta right. find another, an easier way to get this ice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a you got a head head ice. Is that what he called? You got the yeah. head bag. Head bag yeah. <laughs> That's extra. Um, go ahead. Full of chuck, full of heady goodness. Full of heady um, goodness. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Okay, so we already answered this question. I just want to read this because of the way it's phrased. Gladius Wing Zero says it's time for the important question: Will Shogun Orochi look cool or dumb, or cool and dumb? I'm hoping overwhelmingly dumb so <laughs> yeah. there we go we have another vote for uh for dumb 
from the audience. Yeah, I think most of us are hoping dumb. There's something yeah. that makes really bad people a little easier to digest when they're stupid as You've shit. You've already got one serious villain in this arc. Yeah, Kaido sure. is very, very straight-laced. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it for um, Reddit? No. Yes, so let's move on. Strong, yeah. And it's time for... Peace the tweet! Go ahead, Ed. All right. First one comes from Operation Druid, who says, There's been a lot of random kids popping up throughout this arc. Just wondering, if you were a parent, which One Piece character would you use as a guide to parent your own child? Wow. I would pick Dragon, showing up only when my son is head face (laughs) down on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many awful parents. Um, Who are the good parents in One Piece? That's what the question is, I guess. Belmere. Belmere's good. (laughs) Dadon is pretty good uh not the best (laughs) her her heart's in the right place uh her parenting style is not um wasn't there someone recently who was a really good parent i'm trying to think of oh i mean king riku tried to be yeah capone no king riku is a good yeah capone's the good capone capone's the good one king riku is a good grandparent (laughs) we know nothing of his parenting skills no, Garp yeah. is an awful grandparent. We just make <laughs> jokes about that. Garp is the worst and would definitely be in jail if he were, <laughs> if he were in our world. Um, without a doubt. Ma- hey, Makino's doing a pretty good job. She's got a very small child. We know nothing We know nothing about her parenting style. She, we just know that she has a living baby. That's it. Um, well, that's a pretty good start, Zach. How'd she yeah, get that yeah. baby? Oh, well, that's a, that's a different story. Well, um, where do babies come from? <laughs> no, no, tell me. I need to know. I'm, I'm, All right, let's uh, tell Alex about the stork stork fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be the bird bird fruit model stork? Yeah, to be fair, Alex is correct. Um, are there any other good parents in One Piece? Big Tom, no, Big Mom's awful. Big Mom's awful. Here, look. Tom. Uh, Tom yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. No, but Frankie's real parents are awful. Well, yeah, well that's, that's... I mean, most of the good parents are adoptive parents anyway. Yeah. There aren't very many biological. Sora, Sora's a good mom. Do we know that? She, I mean, She loves good. Sanji. Yeah. yeah, she really did. Yeah. She, she ate really nasty about the food. Yeah, I mean, from what we know, I should say. From the limited that, that knowledge that we have. Um, you know who isn't a good parent? Senior Pink. Ooh, judge. <laughs> very, very bad. Yeah, Judge is bad. There's a lot of awful, awful parents. Uh, Kiros is actually a good dad. Yeah, that's that's an example of a good dad. Um, I I mean, we're gonna do the Dressrosa part two. Um, I think that'll be released in the next few weeks. Yeah, this month. Um, and I I've grown to appreciate Kiros. I think I hated him because he took over Rebecca's story. So, it wasn't her story. It wasn't her Unfortunately. story. Unfortunately, her story. but yeah. yeah. Um, Kyrus is great, actually. Believe it or not. <laughs> All right, you want me to move on? Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next one comes from Connor Ritter, who says, Do you think Otoko possesses the smile smile fruit, and it may be a smile fruit making the smile 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 fruit that cause others and herself to smile? Please move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question right there. All right, a comment from our friend Sai, who says, nearly 10 years ago, the simul, uh, I think she means the, uh, the simulcast almost shut down. That was um, right before fan- we started. Oh, man, I remember yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, fan subs still dominating and scan leaders on the rise. Now we've mm-hmm. got more simul dubs than ever, simul pubs. 
Manga chapters out the same day as Japan, and it's free to read them. Progress is amazing. Yeah, a decade, uh, a decade's a while, so a lot, a lot happens in a decade. I mean, yeah. If, if you told us this is what things would look like when we started the podcast, we'd be like, "Awesome, we did it!" Obviously, right? <laughs> um, no, but it, it's it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, we're coming up on it's a little less than six months to the tenth anniversary of the Slimecast. Yep, and we're planning- the initial. Initial yeah. simulcast. And our initial episode. That's right. Uh, next one comes from Ghost Starch, who says, What if the mystery person making the deal that King was talking about is Kuzan? When Smoker asked him at Punk Hazard whether he was involved in the underworld, he didn't say no. Zack 2 of Wano, we still need a pheasant to complete the tale. Yeah, I think we, I mean, we brought up Aokiji, didn't we? Well, we brought up Blackbeard, and he's working with him. Yeah. But we don't know to what capacity, though. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah that, that, that pheasant role is super interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. show. Like if, if Aokiji showed up, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah it would. What's All up? right. Uh, <laughs> just a couple more a couple more questions here. One from Quip Quest. It says, does anyone else find it weird that the Celestial Dragon's a bunch of slavers and are the villains... And yet, Bello Betty and Otama also have powers that enslave and brainwash people against their will. Double standard much? Uh, yeah, but, it's, well, it's not a double standard if you're using it for good. Well, it's good yeah. slavery. <laughs> um, let's see. I feel like this. I feel like that person is the the guy sitting at the desk with the coffee mug, and it says, you know, Bello Betty is a, a mind enslaver. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, all right. And finally, Nick Fridge says, I don't know about you guys, but Otoko gives me bad vibes. Seems weird for a random civilian to get an Autobox like that. I guess she, she, she has a joke joke devil fruit or something. Her joke wasn't that funny. <laughs> She's going to be sad. It's going to happen. That's the joke. And <laughs> uh, that's going to do it uh, on that joke. It's joke. so weird that we use sad to make smile, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Why have I... I must have put, put that together. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I broke Steven. Yeah. Uh, that's that's going to do it. Why don't we round off? All right. This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 549, a very special episode for December 10th, 2018. Great to be back, guys, uh, in... Uh, in America, doing this podcast with uh, cheese readily available. Um, so uh, before we go, I uh, want to remind people, what uh, One Piece and Shonen Jump will be free and available to all who currently could access Shonen Jump. Again, free for three chapters. That begins on Friday, November 21st. Um, December 21st. December 21st. <laughs> It happened already, and you all missed it. Um, December, sorry, the, the month of November is kind of a blur for me. Uh, December 21st. Um, so again, Friday, December 21st is when that comes out. Um, we, should, we should point out, too, that this is, uh, when, you, when you say three chapters for free, that does not mean starting for three weeks from that period on. It is always the last three chapters yes, yeah. uh, available. Yeah, uh, for One Piece and many other series. Uh that's round off though. Uh, Caleb, where could people find you? Um, I am on 
Twitter at at CD Cubed. I'm very loud on there, so follow me. <laughs> we will. Um, <laughs> uh, Sam. They can find me on Twitter at Lucky Chainsaw. They can find me on the One Piece podcast every week doing the anime recaps. And they can find me on AnimeNewsNetwork.com doing the daily streaming reviews for One Piece, Black Clover, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. Thank you, Sam. Steven, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Translatosaurus. Alex, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at DudeExclamation. And also... Listen to Toho Yaro, a Japanese movie club podcast. Our episode on the funeral is supposed to come out sometime this week, so keep your eyes peeled. And Steve Yurko, where could people find you? Uh, you could follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, if you're not totally convinced not to go on Tumblr anymore. Steve Yurko is the username, all one word. Uh, check out some of my other podcasts I'm doing while I'm not on this show. One is The Deep End. You can find that on Twitter, Adult Swim Pod, and also listen to Toon Sweet. I think that's at Toon Sweet on Twitter. How's Toon spelled quick? Uh, T-U-N-E. There you go. It's a podcast where I don't talk about a cartoon, so go figure. And Ed. Uh, I'm at Edward E. One Piece on Twitter, and I'm also available at Weeb Trailers. I've been posting a lot of interesting Funimation trailers recently. I just uh, today I posted a ad for the Funimation Z store. It's not as good as the DragonBallZ.com ad, but it's a sequel. Uh, you could also round off. <laughs> you're, oh yeah, and you're Zach, you're Zach underscore Logan on Twitter. You haven't been here in a month. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Where can you find us, Ed? Right. The podcast is at onepiecepodcast.com, twitter.com, youtube.com, and facebook.com slash onepiecepodcast. Onepiecepodcast at gmail.com is our email address. Onepiecepodcast is our Skype name. Please support us, patreon.com slash onepiecepodcast. R slash onepiecepodcast, that's our subreddit. You can leave us some piece together there. You can subscribe on SoundCloud, subscribe on Google Play, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Or call us on our phone number, That Zach. phone number is 347-497-MAGI. MAGI. That phone number again is 347-497-6254. Call anytime. Do it. With your you. questions, comments, theories, and ways that you could get us for free, which is pretty easy since we are free. Um, yeah, but if you want other people to get us for free... Be sure to review, like really, really review. Yeah, it helps. Yes, Alex is sorry. Definitely my mind correct. also went to a very dirty place. I thought Zach was like, "Hey, we're all for free." That's weird, Steve. Um, so, Steve, since you joined us just in time, we're gonna have probably one of our hardest uh, quizzes <laughs> to date. Um, Goodbye. <laughs> and I say I say that because it's not technically one piece related, but it's a pretty short quiz, so that's good. Um, so, we are celebrating Shonen Jump's latest transformation. So, please, name all the series currently running uh, in Japanese Shonen Jump. Oh, oh uh, dear. Now, when I say running, I mean ongoing. Not even this isn't just fair because Caleb is translating like six of them. Yep, <laughs> it is not fair. You are correct, but Japanese. This is also not fair because I'm reading like none of them. Yep, I would not be able to get more than like four of these. Um, so this does not include One Piece, um, because that one's obvious. Uh, so uh, we're gonna go in this order: Caleb, Alex, Sam, Stephen, Ed, and Steve. You get um. And if we come to, like, a tie or something, you can name the years. We'll figure that out. Um, so, ready to go? Caleb. 
Wait, really? Oh my god. Um, I, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Are you kidding? You translate like half of these. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Five, four, three, no. two, one. He's out. <laughs> Shut up. One piece. Uh, Boku no Hero Academia. No, no. You just name no, one. No, just name one. Much, all no. you have to do is one. Oh, just one. I thought you wanted all like twenty. Oh, no, you got, okay, uh, you got one. You got one. I think that's That makes squad. <laughs> yeah, we go. So the way it works, I should have explained. We go one Sorry, by yeah, one. Yeah. If you can't name one in the category, you get kicked out. If you name the same one, you get kicked out. Um, or um, yeah, those are those are the times you get kicked out. If you okay, can't, just, yeah. or if you name the wrong one. Can we restart the segment so I don't? No, like you idiot. you already got it. My Hero Academia. That counts. You're already an idiot. Yeah. All, um, all love. Nothing but love. Yeah, Alex. Wait, so which one did Caleb say? Cause he My said, Hero like, Academia. He said that's the only one I heard besides One Piece. Uh, 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 okay, good. Uh, Can I say One Piece? No, I said you can't at the beginning. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't oh, listen to you. No, it's okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Dr. Stone. Yes, Medicine Woman. Um, Sam. Uh, Haikyuu. Yes. Uh, Steven. Boruto. Yeah, you took that one. Um, Ed. Uh, my Hero Macamademia Vigilantes. No, that is not currently running in Weekly oh, Shonen right. Jump. Um, as far as I saw. I should say um, this is according to Wikipedia. Um, yeah, uh, Steve. I, I don't mind going out there. Uh, what's this? Uh, there's a ton, and you know... Fallen Promised Land, Neverland... Do you want to try that again? <laughs> Give you a shot here to ne say the title? Yeah, some of those Everland. words were right. Some of those, words, some of those right. words were correct. Now, put the correct ones in. There's, like, there's two of them. Yeah, there's two words. Now say two of them. You've already said both of them. Put I'm going to the right cut word. you out if oh, you don't never, say two no. words. Wait, get the, the for free. The, the Promised... And what's the Never. third word? Uh, okay. Wait. The promise. promise. Is the third word? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the it. Promise Neverland? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to get to the second round. Caleb. Um, Yuna and the, uh, the, the Haunted Hot Springs. Wow. That was a, that was a dark horse there. Um, Alex. Does not <laughs> yeah. Um, Shokugeki no Soma, or Food Wars, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'll take Food Wars, that's fine. Uh, Sam? We never learn. No, we don't. Uh, Steven? <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. Um, Hinomaru Zumo. God, you guys are good. Um, Steve? There's a, there's a big one. Oh, there's a few big ones. Can uh, I just say Black Clover? You did, you're good, you're good. Caleb? Um... Teenage Renaissance David. Yep. Ooh. Oh um, man, shit. Um, Alex. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Yep. We did mention that a few times at the top. Sam. Uh, does Hunter Hunter count? Yes, it does. It's ongoing. Uh, Steven. Uh, World Trigger. So that so that's on hiatus. It did not. No, no, it's no, it came back, but then didn't. It's in, gonna move it's in Jump magazine? SQ now. It's in Jump Square. But it has it has it published a chapter yet? Yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah, sorry, Steve. It wasn't oh. in Wikipedia either, so I gotta let you go there, Steve. Darn. We're up to the uh, hard shit here, so. Bo 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 bo. No, I'm sorry, that is not one. Uh, Caleb. 
Uh, the other stupid jumpstart. I'm from Japan. Uh, yeah. Shimoto God Japan, I'm guessing is what that yeah. is. Um, Alex. Um, this is the Japanese jump, correct? Japanese jump. Uh, Which we're allowed to be simultaneous with. Rurouni Kenshin? No, I don't think that's in weekly. I think that's in the no. monthly. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, uh, Alex. Sam? Oops. You need uh, to... You, age? Okay, I was going to say, you need to say one to stay in. Caleb, you need to say one to stay in. Jujutsu Kaisen? Sam? Uh, is it called the Kimetsu no Yaiba? Mm-hmm. Demon Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer. Yep. I got that. Yep. 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 Um, Caleb, there's only did two left. We, did we say Haikyuu already? Yes, we did. Yeah. So, Sam, to yeah. stay in, you need to get one. Oh, man. I think I'm, like, tapped out. There's only um, two. So. Blue Exorcist isn't jump, is it? No. 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 You could say one, though, that... You, you seem to know that it wasn't. No. Or is that your I, I don't know anything else. Okay, the last two, and I have a tiebreaker. The last two are Neolation and Gokutai Higuma. Oh, that's Either new. of you guys know those. Um, those are both I told, you, I told you Higuma the bear would come back. Okay. Uh. Um, so <laughs> this is what we'll do. Um, two of these series premiered in the year 2012. Uh, besides Hunter x Hunter, they are the oldest to still... And One Piece, they are the oldest to still be running. Uh, can you name one of those two, Caleb? Are, are they ones that have been set already? Yes, yeah. Oh, uh, 2012? Is it Haikyuu? Yes, Sam, can you name the other? A 2012 that's still running. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. It's like a multiple choice. Not, you could just guess. Is it Food Wars? It is. So now, mm. double double guess here. 2014, there were two series. Shit. Can This one's harder. Can you name one of those two series? That are still running. That are still running. It premiered in 2014 in Weekly Shonen Jump Japan. Mm. Uh, I, I have no idea. How about uh, Hinamaru Zumo? Wow, yeah. yes, that is one, of, one of them. Sam, can you name the is other? Is the other one My Hero Academia? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, there are two series that premiered in 2017. Caleb, can you name one? Uh, Dr. Stone. Yeah, Sam, can you name the other? Uh, we Never Learned? Yeah. <laughs> there are four series that premiered in 2016. Can you name one, Caleb? Um, fuck. 2016. Yeah. Uh, Just have to name no, 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 one no, no, of the four. Is it Himetsu no Yaiba? Demon Slayer? That's one of them, Sam. One of them. Yep. Is the other one Promised Neverland? That is one of them. There are two more. Caleb. Uh, um... You guys are good. I'm just going to oh, say that. Uh, right blah, 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 blah. Black Clover. No. No. Sam, if you get this, you win. I have no idea. All you have to say is one of two series that premiered Sam, in this is for Caleb's job. You get Caleb's job if you <laughs> win this. All of them. All of them. <laughs> I'll be the... You my can, hero it's multiple choice, man. so you could just guess. I really can't guess. Just honestly. say any currently Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. No, that is not one of the ones that we said. Just Come name on, anything. Come on. 
Oh, it's so, one of the ones we said? Yeah, it's, um, they've, we've said all of them. So. Yeah, we, yeah, we've said all of them at this point. Yeah, so Sam. <sighs> Gonna give you three seconds here. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> oh, I really... It's a donkey. It help. <laughs> oh, it's a donkey. Uh, Alex, do you want to try and guess the two? Boruto? Yeah, that's one. Oh, and, and um... I just, that one just blanks out in my memory. Yeah, yeah Boruto and, uh... I know it's twenty sixteen, right? No, Thomas that, Neverland? No. You no, no, that, right? that was, was mm-hmm. that one, yeah. Uh I don't know. I just knew that one of them was Boruto. That's, it's um <laughs> it's it's the Yuna and the Hot yep, Springs. Yep. yep. Uh, so we have a legit no, So okay, I will give you uh, one last question and it's gonna be the <laughs> hardest question I could possibly do here, since you guys are just so damn good at this game. Okay, ready? Um, please name the issue number, uh, One Piece premiered in, in 1997. Whoever gets closest, closest without going over, exactly, Price is Right rules. Um, Caleb. Issue number as in, like, out of the, whatever, 50 and you or could, 52 And Sam, you could say the same one as Caleb if you think it is correct. Uh, Caleb, go ahead. I'm saying no, that no, he says it. Let's say uh, 26. Okay. Sam? 41. Closest without, without going, going over, over goes to Caleb. The answer is 34. Um, mm. Congratulations, Caleb. Just squeak that one out. Mm. What a what a game. That turned into a real... Fun. You guys know you're shown in Jump, I will just say. It's, it's like you should be on a podcast. Um, so, thank you guys so much for coming on t- this week's show. Uh, next week... I think we will be off, uh, which hasn't happened in a while. Um, but there's. It no... also means we might be recording the read through episode. That is what is going to be happening. So if you are a Patreon <laughs> subscriber, you will you will not it will not be off. You will get to listen to the second part of the Dressrosa read through. Uh, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, you will have nothing to listen to except for this extremely long podcast right now, which I guess you finished at this point. So please enjoy that. Uh, but. Until uh, until two weeks from now, when we will return with our hopefully regularly scheduled episode at a weird scheduled time. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. My name is Steve. And my name is Alex. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Uh, Jeff didn't make it your dumb face.